Is you ready? Hey. We back. Hey, guys. It's Akira. <laughs> Sorry. I, <was> di- <laughs> I started to die. I was ready. I, wasn't, I was ready for you. <clears throat> it's still Jonathan for the moment. <laughs> Might have to get a replacement here in a little bit. If That mm-hmm. was that could have went bad real quick. No one could ever replace you, Jonathan. Damn right. It's uh, because this is everything and nothing. The show where you get everything. And nothing. At the same damn time. Same time. We've already introduced ourselves. Exactly. But of course, you already knew that. Because let's be honest, you chose to listen to this. And we appreciate you. Because you could have listened to anything else in the world. But you're here listening to us. And we appreciate you. I still haven't figured out why, but whatever. Whatever, we're awesome. What you mean? We out here popping though. But yeah. you know, by the way, before we get started, uh, shout out to some of the um, positive reviews and feedback that I got uh, this past week. Actually, within the last couple of days. So Thank appreciate you. y'all. We appreciate um, you. Guys. I'm not gonna put no names out there because I know if I forget somebody, somebody gonna be salty, and then we'll get like a zero star review or something. No, nope. listen, we don't need no hateration in the right. dancery, okay? Sure, dancery. Okay, we'll go. I with said that. what I said. Auntie Mary said what you said. Okay. Okay, we'll go with that. So, as always, who's your Bay of the Week, Akira? My Bay of the Week. <laughs> you petty. You're so unprofessional. <laughs> I'm hungry. So, my Bay of the Week is... It's professional broadcasting right here. <laughs> professional bro- If you hadn't already picked that up by now, by episode 10, <laughs> professional broadcasting on this side, I y'all. I wish y'all could see my face when I'm giving him death glare right now. Wouldn't be the first time. So, More than likely not going to be the last. <laughs> anyway. So, my Bay of the Week is Anderson Cooper. <laughs> should have seen the look I just gave her so we were actually watching Anderson Cooper and one thing I appreciate about him is that he calls people to task like he he make if you're gonna say something on his show you gotta explain it you can't just come on his show with some tomfoolery yeah. some fluffery you can't just make you know statements and allegations without some kind of proof or it evidence it gotta make sense so yeah. Which I is what a journalist should do. But, I mean, I feel, the bar is I mean, so not, low. Yeah, that's true. The bar not is so low nowadays. But I feel like that's what There's only a few who, to be fair, like, I used to be a hardcore, like, news watcher, hardcore, like, know what's going on with all the stuff. Sometimes, it becomes so overwhelming, though, like, I had to pull back. Because I used to watch him. I used to watch Rachel Maddow, Joy Reid. I used to watch them all the time. Hmm. But it becomes so much that I had to chill because, yeah, like, you get upset. So, Yeah. Anderson Cooper. I, so right. Anderson Cooper, he's I appreciate it. We were watching a clip. He but just some man was trying to sell some fake uh COVID nineteen. Yeah. Anderson Cooper had to straighten out the my pillow guy. And you to be mean, honest, I'm really disappointed. I'm at, no, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to knock your your bay of the week just for a small thing. That's fine. I feel like he should have knocked the my pillow guy for the fact that his pillows are so damn expensive. Cause I mean, fifty bucks for a, a pillow. We live in a capitalist society, so I don't. I I'm get that. that. But I mean, fifty dollars for a pillow. For like an average size pillow at that, but anyway, I digress. I digest. Anyway, if you were here last week, you know what it means. Mm-mm. You should have been here last week, and if you haven't, I'm disappointed. <sighs> but they're here now, and we appreciate it. Whatever. Anyway, yes, he had to straighten out the my pillow guy because the my pillow guy allegedly claims that there was some kind of cure for COVID that he discovered back in 2016. Yeah, might have been earlier been than ready. that. He said yeah. he's been ready. He we and, can still um, get ready. He been ready. Instead of citing facts or statements or you know showing his work, as I like to call it, um, he was basically like, "You have to do it. I did my due diligence, so you should do yours." Mm-hmm. Well, that's not how that works. Um, you don't want to come up here with the shenanigans. So want you to show me where you got this from? Like a perfect example of if if we go to court and I'm you know the defense attorney, I can't say well. He's innocent because, you know, of these things and then not show proof mm-hmm. and then say, well, I did my due diligence. You got to do Broke yours. Out, right. No, that's that's not how it works. So uh, I appreciate Anderson Cooper for going in on him. 
And I'm not going to lie, Anderson Cooper is an interesting guy to me because for somebody who, he doesn't have to do anything realistically. Like, he's, at least my understanding, he's set for life. Like, he comes from very old, old rich money. Mm -hmm. Like, big, long money. Like, we burn $100 bills because we can. You know, that type of, and we look down on other rich folks because they poor compared to us type money. money. Right, exactly. So, I, you know, shout out to Anderson Cooper. Um, Akira's Bay of the Week. My Bay's of mm-hmm. the Week. I'm cheating this week because I can. Because who gonna check me? I don't know. You heard them crickets. Nobody. Nobody. Um, first Bay of the Week, because it's more recent. Uh, Journey Smollett, mm-hmm. who I, not gonna lie, I've had a crush on this woman since I was a little kid. And, um, she's been around forever, man. Right. She's, I remember her, like, I think the first thing I ever remember, remember seeing her on was an episode of Martin. And she was this crazy, little kids she school. was this like crazy little girl that, uh, went to go see, uh, Santa Claus at Tommy's, mm-hmm. uh, volunteer work, volunteer thing. Cause you know, Tommy didn't I have think a that was job. His job. It wasn't his job. He says he volunteered. Um, and the whole time while Martin is telling her the story of the birth of Jesus, she's always interjecting like these really weird like, like clearly this child has issues and like, they kind of make clearly jokes. She need to be talking to somebody. Right. <laughs> and they make jokes about it. And, uh, I mean, she's been in a ton of different things since then. Um, I mean, not gonna lie. I think one of my favorite things she's been in was, um, Oh boy. No, my brain just shut down. Is her new show. Love, Lovecraft County, uh, <laughs> country. Sorry. Um, because I watched the, so this is how I know the show is good. I watched the first episode three times. Oh, okay. the same day. Oh, came out the first. Uh, the debut episode came out uh, Sunday, um, and I watched it. Yeah, at least three times, and I'll probably be watching it again tonight after we record this because it was very good. Okay. Um, and she was. I mean, she was outstanding. Um, also, another uh, great film that she's in, uh, The Great Debaters. She wasn't a great classic. I think that's a classic movie. Her and Denzel Washington, and I almost because I think that was the first thing I had seen her in in a while, okay. and I was like, "Oh, hey, I know her." And then I heard I hear her talk, and she has like a southern accent in that movie, and I'm like, "Wait a minute, maybe that's not her." Yeah, right, because <laughs> it was so convincing. But anyway, she was very good in that. She's also in the Birds of Prey movie. Oh, um, she plays Black Canary. Okay. Um. So really, and she's really good in that too. She's one of the high points in that movie. I like. Um. She did this show called Underground. I really, really like that show. She was a uh, like a slave, but she was trying to like get her people. Right. Like it was really, really good. Right. I, I was funny because when I was binge watching that move, that show, this first season, I think the first couple seasons was on Hulu, but the last seasons weren't, and then they cut the show off. Like they wouldn't. Yeah, it was like a it weird. Was yeah, up. it was kind of a weird. It was setup a really, really good show. It was well written, well directed, well shot, mm-hmm. well acted. Like it was just a really good movie. Plus, another one of my bases is in that show. I can't think of it. It's funny because, like, so I'm looking at her, like, her uh, filmography, and they do have Martin uh, listed on there. Mm-hmm. And her role is called, her, the, top, the name of her character is Little Girl. So <laughs> <laughs> they never said her name. Right. But it's funny, though, because she's only in that one episode, but whatever. So, um, yeah, she had but, a talking role, so they sure. said, we're going to give you this crazy That's true. girl. So, shout out to her because if you, I strongly recommend that everybody go see Lovecraft Country. Um, it is a HBO. We need a check. It's yeah, HBO or, a or a show. A show. I we mean, need a check. You know, I mean, <laughs> you need some competition for Jesus and Meryl, so why not have your own? You know. Um, I would listen. I mean, um, look, I'm tell you right now, if we had a budget, Lord, the foolishness would never end. That's true. Give us a multiple time slots, multiple time slots during the week with a budget and a staff. 
Lord. Not just us. You know, not somebody, not just me trying to come up with topics and whatnot. Um, there you go, y'all. And, and guests. Oh, yes. We would slowly take over the world. But um, Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country is a, to me, it's a really good blend of fiction and nonfiction. Okay. There are some, there are some very real historical precedent events in that show. But then apparently uh, there, I mean, and this is just off the first episode and some of the previews I've seen, there's going to be some supernatural kind of sci-fi kind of uh, parts to it as well. So if you get a chance, check it out. Very good show. I, like I said, I've watched the first episode at least three times. Okay. Um, and not solely for her. I mean, she was a big part. Mm-hmm. But still, it was a really good show. So you have to watch that. Second Bay mm-hmm. of the week, because I'm cheating because I can. Mm-hmm. Halle Berry. Yes. Because, let's be honest, not only did she have... Right, I was going to say, not only did she have a song based off of her, but let's be honest, Halle Berry has been beautiful forever. She's been pretty her whole life. Exactly. And also... She's she's been ironically she's she, twice. She's played a crackhead more than once. I know yeah, that for sure. Yeah, and she's even then she was pretty. Right, she was the prettiest crackhead, and I think she might have gave some people the wrong idea about crackheadism, so maybe that's why they're still right. Yeah, okay. crack crackheadistics. I don't know mm-hmm. what the proper term would be, but um, Halle Berry, who is from nearby Bedford, Ohio, which mm-hmm. is literally like ten minutes away from where I live. Oh yeah, um, okay. Uh, but Halle Berry, gorgeous since forever, outstanding actress. Yeah, she's dope. Um. Very funny. A lot of people don't give her credit for being funny, but I've seen her in a few things. Most of them are like cameos. Baps is hilarious. Baps, not gonna lie, yes. Baps is still very funny. To That's me. one of my favorite movies of hers, to be honest. Baps, she was really good in Baps. You know what's funny, though? I forget that that's her. Mm-hmm. Because you you, because you're used to, well because I think you're used to seeing her play these like serious characters all the mm-hmm. time. She but um she has a really good sense of like com- comedic timing. She does. Um so she's because there is a people don't give her credit because she's so pretty they don't give her credit for her comedic timing. True, which is unfair. Mm-hmm. Um because I I remember recently I saw a, so she there's a uh, an outtake from her last X Men movie where. The the outtake is her and she's of course Storm. Right. Um and she's uh talking to Wolverine and like something I think somebody messed up the lines or whatever, so it kinda goes off the rails. So like he's like, All right, I'm getting ready to leave, but before I do, I gotta kiss you. So like they kiss, quote you know, mm-hmm. and then she's just like runs off like screaming, like, Yes, like finally, whatever. <laughs> and I was like, That is hilarious. <laughs> like, if this wasn't such a serious movie, I kinda wish they would have kept that in there. What do you think about her as Storm? I don't have an issue with her as Storm. I just wish they would have figured out what her hair was supposed to look like. Because um, her hair is kind of crazy in some of the movies. Mm-hmm. But I don't have a problem with it. Why? I mean, I, I think, I think well, because there's a large group, I think, of people who don't like her as Storm. And I think they don't like, maybe the accent is a little is a little off. Okay. Of what, but it, you're... But you're trying to you're trying to, pro- supposed to be, right? You're trying to portray someone who doesn't exist. So you never have had actually heard her voice. But you have references of what you would think she's supposed to be based on. True, her but right? well, okay, but that's what I'm saying. Like I'm as far as like the accent goes, it doesn't necessarily bother me because she is doing some type of a something of a like a, a loose African accent. So I don't have an issue. Now, if she was trying to do like a British accent, I would be like, okay, but that's think, terrible. But you know, I think part of it is because I mean, when you say an African accent, Africa is a continent. So, but even I, within that continent, there are several true. But I think I think there's a certain accent that people <laughs> from Africa acquire, 
when they come here and have, oh. and they've been here for x amount of time because and I think that's what it was. She was speaking with like an Americanized I guess African accent. Yeah. So I don't I mean it was I think it probably should have been her accent should have been a little thicker. Yes. But you thought her playing that role wasn't a problem? I didn't have any problem with her playing that. No. Okay. I'm interested to see who because uh, I know there's talks of another X-Men movie coming out. I'm interested to see who they're going to get to play uh, Storm. What I was reading, people saw the Velasquez Storm when in the comic book she was dark. Yeah, I can see that. I understand that. Um, although, I mean, uh, yeah, Halle Berry is light-skinned, I guess. Um, I I look at it like this. Because I said this. So, I know you probably haven't seen it. There is a, a Daredevil movie with Ben Affleck. Came I out have like seen it. Early 2000. Okay. So... Michael Clark Duncan. So the guy with the bullseye on his yes. head. I did see oh, that. Oh, you know things. I right. know things. Proud of you. High five. There you go. Um, but Michael Clark Duncan plays the villain. He plays the kingpin. Yes. Who the has, kingpin was white, though, in the cartoons, right? The kingpin has always been white. Okay. In cartoons, comic books, everything. But what big one Unto- do you go find in the like, dark? Well, so in the movie, I thought Michael Clark Duncan was outstanding as kingpin. Yeah, I think he Because that. to me... In that situation, that character needs to be physically imposing. For sure. He has to have a certain air to himself. He has mm-hmm. to carry himself a certain way. So, to me, it makes if, sense. if you have Michael Clark Duncan with a fantastic custom tailor-made suit, mm-hmm. big cigar, he's got his cane in his rose, bald head, yes, that's the kingpin. Mm-hmm. Cool. Not a problem. And I thought he was great. Mm-hmm. The movie, not so much. But he was great at it. Mm-hmm. But if you watch the... Netflix version of Daredevil. Mm-hmm. They have Vincent D'Onofrio, who plays uh, the Kingpin. Okay. Um, he's really good. He plays a different version of the Kingpin, kind of. Okay. He's more of a quiet, subdued. He's got some serious personal issues, okay. like from like the way he grew up or whatever. So it causes him to be a. He's quiet, but then when he has to get angry, he can go there with you. He chops the guy's head off with a car door. Oh. Okay. Um, an armored car door. Oh, all right. Even heavier. Okay. Yeah. So the point. Well, yeah. There's a there's a scene where this guy had interrupted his date. Oh. And because he felt like this guy had embarrassed him in front of this woman that he really likes, he has a meet up with him. The guy's sitting in the in this big SUV. Kingpin snatches the guy out, beats him like bad, just terrible. There's no chance of this fight going anywhere. And then it, he has the car door open, and the guy's like leaning against the car and he's slamming the car door and it's rocking this truck this this bulletproof truck right until eventually the car door completely closes and you hear the sound of this guy's head rolling on the floor oh, of the car alrighty. um so and more and more as it progresses he starts to become more and more uh physical but he's always very quiet he he would be the definition of walk softly but carry a big stick gotcha um, that so, sounds very rare from the five heartbeats. Like worse. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, oh but like, way worse. Yeah. But yeah. Like, right. Oh no, he definitely has office hours. Yeah. That's well, what I'm he saying. Yeah. That's like he gives off red. He definitely from... has office hours. But yes. Um. So when it comes to things like that, I don't, I don't necessarily care. It, as long as it doesn't have, as long as it doesn't, it's not changing the characters. Like, I guess background or if it's if it's tied into who the, the character is. Like obviously, I wouldn't want. A white guy playing Black Panther. Why? <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> because I've, heard, I've seen that because argument. well because the Black Panther's ethnicity and his heritage Plays is a part of, a part of who he is. Yeah. So things but like is that. Is Storm the same way? Uh, yeah, I would say so. Too. But at least, but so here's my thing with Storm. I think as far as Is that his wife? As far as yes, um, in the comic book, she yeah. is his wife. As far as the skin color goes, 
I don't necessarily mind that as again as long as it's a black actress. Okay. I mean, I I understand what you're saying, and yes, I'm not. I'm just asking questions. I'm not saying anything. No, I mean, I'm just I, yes, questions. it. I I get that. Um, but here because at the same time, I think because I think they're, and I might be off. They're not very clear as to where in Africa Storm is from. I think she's Egyptian. Oh, I don't know. I think I'm not. I know you, but I'm just saying. I believe she's Egyptian. Okay. So feasibly, yes, she should be. She should be dark, but at the same time, if she's Egyptian, she could also be. I think the biggest thing is though, like browner. I guess uh, the problem. Well, part of the problem is already when we get black representation mm-hmm. in hugely white spaces, mm-hmm. it's usually the they can pass the brown paper bag test. Right. Like it's usually right. very like you know what I'm saying. Right. I so get that. it's like especially if you there are plenty of brown skin, dark skin, mm-hmm. excuse me, actresses that you could get to play that role. Right. So, Let's be honest. I think we missed out on the, probably the best option to play Storm, Angela Bassett. Yeah. Because uh, my understanding was, my understanding was before those original X-Men movies came out, like in the early 2000s, mm-hmm. they were trying to do one like in the 90s and mm-hmm. she was like their target for playing Storm. She would have killed that. And to be honest, I've heard her with an African accent, even a Jamaican accent, and it was like, I could see that. Mm-hmm. Change her hair color, give her the, you know, whatever, the costume, I don't really care. I mean, that's not really right. important. That can change. She would have been awesome. She would have cooked that. Yeah, she would have been but awesome. But this is girl. Who is it? She's in Black Lightning. She also played on this show called God Friended Me. Um... She's like this brown dark. Matter of fact, I think on the CW she might be playing a new Batgirl or something like this brown skin girl. Oh, um, yes, I believe I know. Who you don't like her. I, I, I'll be honest. I haven't watched Batwoman. Oh, I haven't seen it, but I saw her and God friended me, mm-hmm. and I watched a few episodes of Black Lightning. She kills it on that show. Like she's really, really dope. I think she would be a good storm. Uh, her name is Javicia L- Leslie, and I'm sure I'm probably butchering that first name. Yeah, that's her. And She's I apologize. She's gorgeous. She is very pretty. She's very pretty. I'm interested to see what she'll do in uh, Batwoman. I have to, I'll be honest, I haven't watched it. I watched maybe the first episode, and I was like, eh, I don't know. Um, I'm not big into the superhero TV shows, personally. Like, right. I, and I, it might be because I'm just... Just give you're me the story. A, you're not a superhero person. Yeah, just give me the story. Just give me the movie. Like, let's just be honest. The, I've had the superhero movies that. that you've seen lately is because of me. I was interested before I met you. But would you have gone and seen them? Probably not in theaters. Yeah. Well, no. If, no because, well, no. Uh, you know, I'm not going to say that. Because usually, like, they, they're... Marvel movies are good movies in general. You don't have true. to be yeah, into you don't comic have to be books a, yeah, that's true. to watch the movies. That's true. Like, I went to go see Iron Man. I don't think we even knew each other when Iron mm-hmm. Man came out. No. And I went to go see Iron Man when it came out because it just looked like a good movie. Right. So, I mean, I probably would have still saw them. I just wouldn't know as much about, like, the backstories right. and all of that if it wasn't for you. Not, like, Black Panther, I would have been in Wakanda right. regardless. I'm not going to lie. And I'm sure there's somebody listening who understands this feeling. There have been several times that me and you have gone to see some kind of superhero movie. Yes. And there's always, like, some random question. And, like, whenever I answer, you're like, oh, okay, that makes sense or whatever. That is the best feeling in the world. <laughs> that is, like, it's like, yes, uh-huh. So you've returned from my knowledge, huh? Yes, okay. I yes, guess. I appreciate it. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying it to be, like, funny about, like, towards you. I'm just saying, like, it's, you know. Well, no, because I don't especially when it's a char- Especially when it's a character that I know. Like, it's like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yes. Do need to be explained. I'd be like, why do we care? Like, okay, I don't like. I'm not gonna say I don't like Captain America. I just don't care about Captain America. Like, mm-hmm. I don't care. Mm-hmm. So like, when we watch like the Avengers movies, mm-hmm. 
and it's certain stuff that I don't catch or certain things they mean a certain way that I don't catch right. because I haven't seen those movies Represent, and I'm like yeah, yeah and I, also I've, I've seen like all those Marvel movies yeah I don't care about twice. Captain America I don't care about the Winter Soldier I don't care about uh not, Black Widow I don't care about her either and honestly mm. I feel like they didn't develop her story enough for me to care when they killed her in Avengers I didn't care because they didn't develop her story I, enough to me I think they did enough for me to care for her reasoning like it was, it was between her and this guy who lost his whole family. Well, yeah, but I'm so, just saying, like, but for her, I didn't care. I feel like if nothing else, that would say that solidified the friendship that they had, because which they had kind of built up through some of the other. That's movies. the Hawkeye. No, not yes, Hawkeye. It Hawk was Hawk. Hawk. see. Yes. I know hey, things. I be paying attention or whatever. Because they're well, okay. Perfect example in the very first Avengers movie. They, she acknowledges that she used to be a killer. Yeah. She was an assassin, and she was like, basically, I, I work here for Avengers and S.H.I.E.L.D. or whatever, because I'm trying to make up for all the bad that I've done. Right. And that's kind of like underlying her thing. Now, like you said, they didn't spend a whole enough enough time with her to kind of work on that. But when it came time to, like, listen, if this is what I have to do to bring not just my my friend's family back and get him back to normal, but to get however many billions and trillions of people throughout the universe back, mm-hmm. then that's, then, you know, it's, it's literally, and I'm going to throw you another nerd thing at you. Okay. It's the Star Trek, the needs of the many outweigh the, the needs, needs of the, of the few. few. So you know why I know that? Why do you know that? Because this guy who was a huge Star Trek nerd on Frasier has said that. <laughs> <laughs> I love Frasier. Right. Frasier is why, and people are always surprised by that because I don't, I guess I don't look like someone who would like Frasier, but I think you're a little young to watch Frasier. I, I would have guessed that, but yeah, I asked, I have watched the entire series at least 20 times. I have I not, Frasier. but I wouldn't be opposed to watching it. Oh, I've it, watched episodes, but I'm not. And it's funny cause I was thinking about how like people, you know how nowadays people are like, we need to reboot this show, reboot mm-hmm. that. I don't think they should reboot Frasier because Frasier's daddy would be a Trump supporter and I couldn't watch it. Like the way the vibes, you know what? Yes, because well, his dad was very like old school American. Like, true, he was very like y'all talk about y'all feelings, that fluffy <laughs> stuff. Like, he was very much like that guy. So, I can see him being a well, Trump supporter. I, that's, or at least, I or at least hinting at the fact that he's a Trump supporter, and I couldn't watch it. it that's what it's it was. funny that you mentioned that because I think of so I used to be a really big fan of that 70s show. Okay. And I saw somebody brought up a good point, and I like the more I thought about it, I was like, yeah, you're right. Um, so the dad on that 70s show, Red Foreman, was a very, he's kind of like the dad from Frasier. He was, okay. very, well, he was very stick in the mud, real tough, gruff, like, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but at the same time, he had no tolerance for dumb stuff. Right. So I feel like somebody was like, oh, he would definitely be a Trump supporter. And then somebody's like, have you ever watched the show? Right. Like the second he said, you know, uh, Yosemite, which is unfortunately a real thing <sighs> the president has said. Or a fatalities right. again, another real thing that the president has said. But you have to know how Red, to read to pronounce words. That's true too. So. Red Foreman would have said, "This guy's an idiot." Right. I cannot support him. Yeah. And then would have just been, you know, that would have been it. He he might have been a Republican, right. but he for sure would not have been a. Trump you know, now that I'm thinking about that, maybe the daddy would have had the same thing because the daddy is very smart. Like he, right? He appreciates smart people, smart politicians. But he also likes like tough on crime. The dad, people. I think the dad so I think on that might have been like the dad on Frasier to me always struck me as he's a he's as smart as his sons, but he doesn't way. like to lord it over people. He's an average guy who just happens to know he's a, he's he would be like the average Joe who's just extremely well read, 
but doesn't throw it at you all the time. I don't think so. I think because their mother was the one who was super smart, not sure. him. But I think, but I will say, I think he's smart. He's just smart in a different way. Like right. they're book smart, and he's kind of his same level, street yeah, smart. Yeah, I think his level his level of intelligence is higher than people give him credit for. Yes, but like I said, I think he's more street slash common sense smart, and his right. sons are very book. Like smart. he would be like I I know there's a joke in a bunch of shows or movies where like they randomly have to do like an academic challenge, mm-hmm. and there's always that one guy that has to be on the team just so they can fill it out. And on that one crucial and question, they know, like, the, right? The up. one crucial question that nobody else seems to be able to answer, and he rings the buzzer, and they're like, "No, don't answer." And he gives like this perfect, mm. well thought out soliloquy of what the answer might be, <laughs> and it's right. And everybody looks at him like, "What?" And he's how like, did you know that? "And then he looks at you like, how do you not know right. that?" I think that's him. So I could see that. I I could see him being like, "Yeah, no, I can't do that." Yeah. So you have things like that, but like like you said, um, the thing with the storm with the storm. <laughs> the thing with Storm um, and other characters like that, uh, I yes, I would prefer it to be, as, when, like I said, when it has something to do with the character's personality or their um, sense of morals or even like their sense of uh, family, right. stuff like that, then yes, I, I see what you're saying. Yes, it, yes if, if everything was even, then yes, it should, this, this actor who portrays, or actor or actress who portrays this character should be as close to the source material, if you have source material, right. as possible. Yes. But at the same time, I feel like may, there may be a reason that you can't have that. Like, So, like I said, Angela Bassett would have been a perfect storm. But she ain't the only brown scale actress. No, I'm not saying that. But I'm saying if, for whatever reason, because let's be honest, there's times where, okay, perfect example. Will Smith is not going to be in the new Suicide Squad movie. Mm. But his character is. Why? Because it it overlapped with another so, movie he was doing. Uh, so that's what I'm saying. There's, yes, there are, not going to deny it, there are, re, there are people who do not get cast because of their skin tone mm-hmm. or their background or whatever. But there are other times where they, the people who should have been in it, mm-hmm. like the people who everybody agrees, like, oh, this would be perfect, aren't in it because one reason or another. But I also think sometimes it's just Hollywood is lazy. It's oh, like, very much these so. These are the people that are here, so yeah, you see how to so. from as opposed to And like, then also you have those you have those production groups and those directorial groups where they only use the same people like mm-hmm. all the time. Which in some cases okay because they know what they're gonna get. Because right. let's be honest, if I'm gonna work with somebody, I wanna work with you. Right. Because I know what I'm gonna get and I, I don't know have to guess, we ain't gotta figure each other exactly. out. We know what it is. Exactly. It's As opposed to some random person who I have no clue. That's kinda like um Michael B. Jordan and um the actor who, I mean, the the director who did... Ryan Coogler. Yeah, Ryan Coogler. Yes. That's like them. Like, he literally said, for that role, Ryan just called him up. Right. Like, he ain't have to yeah. do nothing for him. Or, I mean, even, let's be honest, there's a history of, like, Martin Scorsese uses basically the same, like, six or seven actors in, like, all of his movies. Hmm. It's Al Pacino, Robert De Niro. Um, now, lately, it's been Leonardo DiCaprio. I used to think they was related growing up. Who? Uh, the first two you said because they was always in movies together. De Niro and Apple, you know? I just I can see that. I I mean, I'll be honest. I love one of my favorite movies is Godfather Two, and they're both in it. And basically, Al Al Pacino plays. I'm sorry, Robert De Niro plays Al Pacino's dad as a at a younger age. Okay. Which because it's funny because I think it's like in age they like the other way around, but whatever. Um, but it's and they've only ever really been in like the same movie. Or, like, in scenes together, maybe, like, a handful of times. Okay. Which is kind of funny, because it's like, it's like, you have these two really great actors 
who are constantly doing like the same types of movies, but yet they never work together kind of thing. Because, hmm. like, I mean, I would say, like, Denzel and somebody else, but I don't know if... Or, like, uh, like Denzel and Lawrence Fishburne. I don't think I've ever been in a movie I together. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen a movie Which would be together. awesome if they were. Um, that would be a really good movie, because, I mean, let's be honest, those, I, I would consider those guys to be roughly on the same level. Um, well, I think Denzel is just Denzel. Everybody else is... I have this... Well, you know what? Has Denzel and uh, Samuel Jackson ever been in a movie together? I would be. Now Ooh. that is... Now that... Right there. I don't have to do this. I would love to see that. Now that is a I would, Like, Lawrence Fishburne, I mean, he cool, no disrespect, but Samuel L. Jackson. Better yet, I'd love to see all three of them in the movie. Now that would be fine. That would be, like, I could see them being, like, the somewhat, like, crotchety dads who live next door to each other. <laughs> at this, at, at, their, at their age now, like, they, they all live next to each other, but yet they hate each other. Like that, uh, like, the, what's the movie with Adam Sandler, Chris Rock, um. um Grown Ups. It's like that, but like older. I can, I can see something like that. <laughs> like that would be awesome for those three guys to be yeah. in, in a movie together because they all can play. They all are very solid actors. They can. Mm-hmm. They're all great, and I think the the benefit with those three actors is they can be the hero and they can be the villain for sure. very well. Right. Sam Jackson to me, I think is Sam Jackson is universal. He OG. I love Samuel I, Jackson. I I want Sam Jackson to narrate my life. He's so dope. I, cause I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't think I've ever been disappointed with the Sam Jackson movie. No. Same thing with with uh, Denzel. Same thing with Lawrence Fishburne. For sure. But Sam Jackson has. He's in the league all of his. He own has a to thing me. that nobody else. It's he literally. If you wanted to say, if you wanted to describe the it factor, Sam Jackson has an it factor. For sure. Because even if he's just talking about the most dumbest it's things. the way he speaks, the inflection the, of his exactly. voice, like everything about if him you, is if you, haven't, if you haven't seen it yet, get it and you want to uh, go see, if we're talking about Sam Jackson movies, go see uh, Kingsman. Mm-hmm. He's the villain in the first Kingsman yeah. movie. And he, is, he has a lisp in that movie, which you would think was legit. Like mm-hmm. he does it so well. It's not like hacky or anything. Like he's really good in that. Um, if you want to see something where he's kind of like the in between, like he's not really a villain, but he's not really a good guy, the uh, the Hitman's bodyguard. You did mention that before. Him and Ryan Reynolds, who I, I like, like Ryan. Reynolds. I like Ryan Reynolds a lot. Um, but Sam Jackson in that movie is hilarious because he's so nonchalant about the fact that he is a <laughs> technically a serial killer. He's a hitman, right? But he's just so nonchalant about it, and then he has people who are trying to kill him. And he's still just like not even in the remote, like he's not even remotely bothered by it. Got you. But he's still Sam Jackson. And there's even a scene where Ryan Reynolds goes off on the fact that Sam Jackson, it's, if you had, if he switches the character's name out for Sam Jackson, you would be like, yeah, I can see him talking about Sam Jackson like that. Right. Because he even talks about his use of MF. Oh, okay. I'm trying to keep it PG. Right. There's a scene where he's talking to like a bartender. And he's like, he single-handedly ruined the word MF for me. And I just can't take it. He's always, well, I guess I'm just thinking. He is, Ryan Reynolds, I feel like, is, he's giving what a lot of people who maybe don't like Sam Jackson, which I don't know why you wouldn't. That's what they would say. Yeah. And then, like, there's a part where, like, during this this, uh, conversation he's having, it's a one-way conversation, there's, like, explosions, and there's, like, a car getting flipped in the air in the background, and he knows it's because of Sam Jackson, right. and he just has to, he has to, like, suck it up, and he's like, I have to go save him now, and I, <laughs> I hate it, and he's gonna try to pretend like it was something that he did and not me, and I have to go now, and that was a really, I mean, that is a, that is a hilarious movie. They're supposed to be making a sequel, which I'm excited to see, okay. um, 
but like Sam Jackson is is that dude like Shaft. I love Shaft. Did I, you see the second one? I have seen the second one. What do you think? I like it. I didn't watch it. I like it only be well. I like it because once you realize the fact that they're they're making it as like a, a comedy, a loose comedy. Okay. Then it's okay. It's they're, not as serious. They're acknowledging the fact that let's be honest. The things that Shaft is able to get away with and do make no sense. And he black? Right. Exactly. (laughs) So what they basically said was, look, we understand that. Even before Sam Jackson made the first his his first Shaft movie, the Shaft uh, other the original Shaft movies are kind of ridiculous. But so what? But you also got to look at the time frame that they were made in. True, but I think they were like, look, we're going to make it as hokey. And campy, but at the same time, he's still taking it serious. So, but there's still like I thought it was really good, and I love Sam Jackson and Shaft. I want another yeah, Shaft he's movie. Dope. Um, I like him in the Marvel universe too. Well, yeah, I mean, he is the reason that Nick Fury looks the way he does now. Nick Fury used to be a white guy. Oh, and then know. they rebooted it, and they were like, "Well," and the funny thing, my understanding was the artist was like, "All right, I'm going to draw Sam Jackson as Nick Fury with an eye patch." Da, 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 da. Oh, and they were like, "Okay, cool." Well, we know him. We got him. Well, well, this is before the movies came out. I know, but that's what I was right. like. We might as well. Yeah, so he was like, I'm going to draw this Sam Jackson with an eye patch. Da, 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 da. And we're going to make these comic books and people are going to like it. And then when it came time to make the movies, they were like, let's just get Sam Jackson to yeah, do it. Yeah, I mean, we asked him if he'd do it. And there we go. Like, I'm not going to lie. I would love to see an R-rated Sam Jackson as Nick Fury because I think it would be even funnier. Yeah. But I also think, like, he would just be way more action. Like, he would just have more to do. For sure. Um. So, yeah, Sam Jackson. I mean, Denzel Washington, I've had the conversation. I have had the conversation with people. To me, the sign of a great actor or actress is, I don't care how many times I see you, when I watch you perform, I don't see mm. you. I see the character. Yep. And that's Denzel Washington to me. For sure. Training Day. Woo! That's, to me, Training Day is still one of his best movies. For sure, because he's so out of character right. for him. But Training Day, the person that I see in Training Day is not the same person that I see in Malcolm X. For sure. Or the same person I've seen in so many other movies. Yeah. I mean, John Q, that's not the same person. I love that movie. I love John Q. That's not the same person. Equalizer, that's not the same person. Mm -hmm. That is that character. Denzel Washington just happens to be those people. Mm -hmm. American Gangster. I've seen parts of it. My man. Like, he is... He's like the creme de la creme of actors. Yeah. Like, and, and not even color, like just actors, period. I when joke. You talk actor, you have to bring Denzel. I joke with people that. because, like, when Denzel plays a villain or like a gangster, mm-hmm. he plays it so well that to an extent, I feel like he did that in real life. <laughs> like, I, re- I remember watching, uh, I think, some kind of way, there was like a Denzel marathon, and it was Training Day, American Gangster, and uh, I think Equalizer. Okay. And I was like, He's done these things. (laughs) He's done the like, and I know like, especially if you're doing action movies, they train you how to use guns and stuff like that. Right. But I was like, I feel like he's been Denzel's been out here. Denzel has been out here moving weight for years. (laughs) Denzel's been out here moving weight. He's been using acting as cover. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Denzel on the low is like, as soon as they say cut, Denzel's on the phone. Listen, if you don't have my money by tonight. There's going to be some serious consequences and repercussions. Yikes. You understand me? And before they can answer, he hangs up and just walks and does that smooth <laughs> walk away that he does in every movie. <laughs> and then goes back to just being Denzel. Right. So, like, don't kill me, Denzel. But I feel like Denzel <laughs> may or may not be a kingpin in, in some kind life. of way, shape, or form. Yes. And I just appreciate how when they were honoring him, 
and Chad, did you see when Chadwick Boseman was talking about him? And he literally said, like, he paid, so when Chadwick Boseman was in school, he paid, mm-hmm. he didn't know it was Chadwick Boseman, obviously, right. before he was Chadwick Boseman, mm-hmm. he paid for him to go to school. He literally okay. was like, without Denzel Washington, there is no Black Panther. Without Denzel Washington. I would like today. to see the two of them in a movie. That would be I think good. that would be really good. Um, Denzel has been, I mean, he is iconic because of the quality of work that he, he puts he puts out. Like, his movies, I don't think, again, I don't think there's a bad Denzel Washington movie. Um, there may be some that you like better than others. For sure. Because, like, one of the ones that he that he's in that is kind of, like, to me, it seemed kind of weird for him. But at the same time, he still is really good and it is out of time. Where, basically, he is, like, the small-town sheriff. Oh, I think who yeah. gets Who is uh, having an affair with a married woman. Okay. And her husband comes up dead. Oh. She comes up dead. Oh. And it all, like, everybody's pointing to him because, like, he's beneficiary of her life insurance. The and, side dude? Yeah. Oh. Well, because the plan was they were going to run away. Oh. Um, but it turned, like, there's a whole lot of twists and turns. And basically, he's got to clear his name without being too obvious. Because, again, he's a police officer. Right. Um, that was really good. Um, okay. They're, like, the movie he did with Mark Wahlberg, Two Guns. That's really good. I, I like Antoine Fisher. Antoine Fisher, of course. Um, and that's weird because how many movies can, has Denzel been in where he wasn't the star? Because technically, I don't think he's the star of that movie. What? He's uh, Antoine Fisher. No, he's not the second one. Right. No, but I mean, like when I when I think of when I think of I was gonna say Antoine Fisher. When I think of Denzel Washington, he is the primary. Yeah, like the Manchurian Candidate. Manchurian Candidate was very good, but that's a remake. But still, I don't know if it, remake oh, of it's oh, a remake of another movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. He was a he young man. He's yes. been in like everything he's, my whole life. He's been in a ton the of movies. The Preacher's Wife. Preacher's Wife. He which was is so good and wholesome. Good. Even though he was an angel trying to get with a married woman. Which was so A live married woman, but whatever. It was like, um, so we're just, we're just going to ignore certain parts of this. Okay, cool. No problem. Yeah. But no, Denzel Washington has been that dude for a very long time. And you know what? Same thing with Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. Lawrence so Fishburne right. has been that guy. Like, I feel like... Even though I've never met him, I feel like if I were to walk away from him and he just like yelled, "Get back here!" You would go. There's a slight, there's a hesitation, because first off, first off, you're not my daddy. Mm-hmm. Secondly, I'm a grown man. You ain't gonna talk to me like that. But that voice, I, I would at least turn around, and be like, "What you want?" Not what you want. What you want? What you want, Lawrence? Um, but like, he's been in a ton of movies. Like, and I'm be honest, like he's in the John Wick movies. Yeah, he's, he's in yeah. he's in the last two John Wick movies. And even in those, like, he's not in them a lot, but he gives such a good performance that makes it different from all his other movies. That's not Morpheus that I see. That's, you know, the King of the Bowery that I see. Or, you know, um, let's be honest, Ike Turner. I mean... Iconic. I mean, he, you know... Real talk, most people probably couldn't even point the real Ike Turner out in pictures because you go to the long But I think we talked about it last week. There are some movies where they're based, when they're based on real people... That if you've seen it more times than you've actually seen the real person, yeah. like not gonna lie, I really thought Angela Bassett for a while there was, was Tina. Tina Turner, <laughs> and same thing with uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Like right. I thought he was legit Ike Ike Turner. Let us see, people. St- oh wow, <laughs> my bad. People still can't convince me that uh, what's his name, Jamie Foxx is not. Jamie Foxx. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So like, you have those people out there that you because I think again, it's because. Their performance was so good that you don't realize this is not. Right. This is this is you know so and so. Right. Oh wow. Okay. Um, you know. <laughs> folks, can't be, 
podcast can't be quiet while we record. But hey, whatever. HBO, shout us out. Maybe we can avoid some of these issues. But you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you have those people out there. So again, if they do another, if they do an X Men movie, yes, I would. I, yes, I'll admit I would prefer to see a dark skinned Storm. Okay. Um, but at the same time, ultimately, I want to see the best available that fits that. Because I've seen a lot of people say like Janelle Monae. I like her as an actress. I don't what, know if that's... What, how, what have you seen her in besides Moonlight? Have you seen Moonlight? Hidden Figures? She was a Hidden She's Figures. She's outstanding in Hidden Figures. I think, yeah, I think uh, Taraji got a lot of that. Which, well, not she didn't deserve it. Because she's the main character. But I think all three of them did really good. Oh, no, they all did. Like, I mean, let's be honest. Um, Octavia Spencer, like... Octavia Spencer is an amazing actress. She don't get enough credit. I don't think so, she but I think now that, like... Ma has come out where she was like the star because normally she's not the star which I think is why she kind of gets held back a little bit right because it's hard to go from being like the second or third character and getting more compliments than the first or Mm -hmm. second because that's just not how it works normally Mm -hmm. because also you're not in it enough because like the last thing I would expect is somebody who's who's in it the movie say a third of it to be get better praise than somebody who's been in all of it you know, which, I mean, not saying that it, it's not doable, it is, but at the same time, it's a little harder to do it. But Octavia Spencer is amazing in that She's movie. So Janelle Monet is really good in that movie, too. Um, but, like, I heard a lot of people, oh, they want her to play Storm, and it's like, eh, I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's the right fit for her. Yeah, like, I, don't, I, don't, I don't, I don't know. I'm I, sure there's somebody out there, and I feel like maybe that's a part that needs to go to somebody who's not as well known. Maybe. Um, which so happens? They gave it to the one girl. Um, so when they redid it, they gave it to the one girl who was who played Ice Cube's wife in um, Alec, Alec, uh, Alexandria Ship. And people was mad about that. I don't. I, I didn't watch it because I really. I, I didn't. I think she, well, but I think they also had kind of changed that character a little bit. Okay. Um, but I thought she for what that. Let's be honest. For that, they changed a lot in that movie. Okay. So it wasn't just Storm. I think she was good. Um, although, like, she's not really in it a whole lot, so it doesn't really matter anyway. Like, I, if you were to say, like, we just randomly cast a black person to be this character, but they're only in the background and they don't say a whole lot, I don't really care about that because it doesn't, because at that point, the character does not matter to the story mm-hmm. or even the future of the story because they don't do anything. Right. Or like, because like, Zoe Kravitz is in X-Men First Class and okay. she plays a character that I don't believe is normally black. Okay. But she's gone. She, she has no real bearing on the movie she's in like a few scenes she she has a couple of lines yes um she's an interesting part um but like by the second movie she's not there gotcha. so it's like well i can't be upset about that because again she holds no she holds no bearing on this right um so it, again it, that if that was the case then i don't really care okay. um now now if you would just cast some random white person or something as storm then it'd be like eh Stop I know she, I know she doesn't talk, but why, Stop you know. Um, but That's not even Storm. That's But you know, there's, there's, there's a bunch of characters, I'm sure, in some other movies where they're like that, that if you've read the source material, you you're would. like, well, that person kind of doesn't look like who I, what they describe them as, but they don't do anything. So Or like they're killed off in the first five minutes. So, eh. It don't really matter. Right. If it's just a throwaway part, and it's probably because the actor or actress that they tried to get was like, no, I don't want to be this. Right. No. Why would I show up and miss out on something else? To... Real bad. Right. Yeah. Um, so, um, so, you know, you have those things like that. But yes, if it was set up 
properly, if she's going to be like a main character, whether it be Black Panther or X-Men, whatever, then yeah. I mean, I have a certain image of what I would expect her to look like, but it depends on what they plan on doing with it. For sure. Um, same thing, like, so the argument for a few years now has been, because um, Daniel Craig is wrapping up as James Bond. Okay. Um, after this next movie, I heard they were trying to get. I saw they were trying to get Idris for a little There's bit. Been, they've been trying. They've been talking about trying to get have him play James Bond for a while now. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily have an issue with him playing or not playing James Bond. But did they have a black girl playing James Bond? Or like, she no. Was a... So this this movie that's coming out, they have a, and I don't know the actress's name. She is not playing James Bond. She is going to be 007. Okay. Which is which is James Bond's designation, okay. like his code name or whatever. So people were like flipping out because they thought they, for whatever reason, they thought that she was going to be James Bond, and it was like no, You're she's just Bond. she's just going to be 007. There's you know it's a title it's a it's a code name that they give you, but say if you were to die, they would Somebody then give that code name to else. someone else. Got you right. So it wasn't because in that case, because let's be honest. The crux of James Bond's character is... Shaking that stage. Just that. <laughs> Super suave, like way more... Fly. Way flyer than he probably needs to be. Yeah. Womanizer. Yes. Uh, Drunk. Okay. And to an extent, extremely lucky. Because things just tend to work out for him. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, it, he... Again, the character's name is James Bond. Right. So changing his sex, his gender, wouldn't make sense. Jamila Bond. <laughs> um, it it changed because in that in his case it would change the character, right? But if you were to say this person comes and takes his code name, that makes sense. Okay, fine, no big deal. Whatever you can do, whatever you want with that. Right. I am of the camp because there's an argument of in James Bond fans where James Bond, the name James Bond, is a code. Oh. It's not his real name, which makes which sense, makes sense if he's because to in us. in every James Bond movie, he's for one, he's supposed to be a spy. Right. What spy is going to go to a dangerous situation? Real- hey, here's my real name. Hey, here's my real name. Oh, right. have you met real name guy here? Who? Right. By then, everybody would be like, look, that James Bond guy is clearly a spy. Like, all him. the criminals eventually would talk. Mm-hmm. Like, look, did you meet this guy named James Bond? Like, he's always, like, there when like stuff goes back. Yeah, like, criminal Facebook would be like, James Bond is just screwing up everything. Like, this guy's not the ski instructor that he says he is. <laughs> um, so, that, to me, would be the excuse of how they would use Idris Elba. To play James Bond. Okay. He's not because, but there are some people who say like through all these movies, it's the same guy. You just have different actors playing him, which also kind of makes sense too. Because let's be honest, okay. if you're this super secret spy and you go on these fantastical missions, it would make sense that you've gone on more than one or two. For so sure. I'm I could get either or, but if you want to say James Bond is a code name that is given to this spy, then okay, Idris Elba can play James Bond. Otherwise, I mean, I don't care if he doesn't. I would like to see it, but even if you even if you just gave him a different name, so what? I like Idris Elba. I think he's a hell. I think he's a hell of an actor, and I think he has something to him. I think, unfortunately, he doesn't always get like the really good parts Mm -hmm. in some things, but at the same time, he makes the best out of whatever situation he's in. So he does his thing. Everyone we've talked about for the most part has been part of some like crazy franchise. Well, because that's where a lot of the money is at. Because he was in Marvel. Lawrence Fishburne's part of Matrix. Uh-huh. Um, well, Denzel hasn't been, though. Denzel doesn't do sequels. Yeah. Denzel doesn't do sequels, and I don't think he... Well, if you don't do sequels, you're really not in franchises. Yeah. But so what? He's going to do... So that's what I mean, he's Denzel! Right. And usually, uh, uh, and ironically enough, in mo- a lot of his movies, he's dead at the end. 
there's a lot of movies where he does not like. I mean, well, I won't say a lot, but there's I'm gonna say, I'm gonna there's quite a few movies where you feasibly could have gotten a sequel out of it, but it's like, nope, he no, died. Thank you. I'm done. Nope, he died. So you know, whatever. Like he said, he don't do sequels, or you just noticed that. About Equalizer him. is the only sequel he's ever done. So he's done a sequel. One. So out of how many movies? I mean, I don't know. And I believe he's been in movies that were going to do sequels or did do sequels, and he's just not in it. Yeah, he's like, nope, not me, not I, no, not I. I want to do one of those things. He don't want to be pigeonheaded. I think that's. I think he doesn't want. Yeah, I think that's exactly what it is. Because I think if you do a certain type of movie long enough, it's hard for people to shake you loose. Even if it's not the same, like even if it's not another sequel, it's going to be the same type of movie. Yeah. Like I think to an extent. Tom Cruise is kind of like that now. Yeah, I feel like Tom Cruise, he just keep making uh, Mission Impossible. Impossible. Which, not gonna lie, like, the last couple of ones were really Trap. good. Trap. Oh, I think the last couple of ones were really good. I mean, they're super over this, but again... I feel like it's the same, like, the stories don't change. I think, well, yeah. You tell the same story it's in the a same. It's the same like, steps. It's, it's dumb. Well, here's the thing. I, there's a huge difference between the original Mission Impossible movie. I like the original Which one. was very good. And then, but I think, I think, in and the last one, I think what they've done is, like, some other movies, like Fast and the Furious, like, a lot of other franchises, mm-hmm. or even the Shaft, the the um, Sam Jackson Shaft movies, mm-hmm. super serious in the first one, and then as they've progressed, they've had to be like, eh. to avoid seeming like the, the previous right. ones, yeah. we have to kind of get a little looser with the grip on it, I so like it can Big be a little Rames bit... I in those movies, though, I will say that. Mm-hmm. Big Rames kills those Big movies. Big Rames was very good in those movies. Yeah, he kills um, them. But they start getting looser, so they're a little bit more comedy involved in it, a little mm-hmm. funnier, and I think that's what's happened with some of those. Now, true, like, the last one was still fairly serious. Like, that last one was really good, okay. I thought. Um, but I think now, like, you look at Tom Cruise movies, it's usually a Mission Impossible. They had that terrible Mummy movie, which... It's kind of disappointing. I'm not. What? Who's the first dude who played in the Mummy? What is this? Well, movie? so those are two different Mummy movies. Okay. The Mummy movie that Tom Cruise is in is based off like the original Mummy movie, like oh, slow. Okay. Rrr, rrr. Yeah. But they were. My understanding was they were supposed to turn. They were going to try to turn that into like an Avengers type thing. No, thank you. Well, on paper it makes sense. You got the wrong actor. Well, well, here's the thing. So the plan. The my understanding was the plan was, you do the Mummy, you do. Like, the Wolfman movie, you do, like, a vampire movie, blah, 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 because they all exist in the same world. Right. And then, eventually, they, they were going to interact. They weren't going to, I mean, it wasn't like they were going to be, like, defending the Earth or anything like that. Right. But, like, Tom Cruise was supposed to, like, come back and try to stop these monsters from doing whatever. Okay. Um, and it didn't work because that movie was terrible. Yeah. So, yeah. So, who was the original dude who played the other movie? Brendan Fraser. I like that version of the movie. I like him. I think he did good. So he is in uh, Doom Patrol. Okay. Which is um, like on their second season now. He plays a character called Robot Man. And basically he... I don't like his name. It it, sounds too on the nose. It's very on the nose. (laughs) Um, But that's kind of the joke. He was a race car driver who uh, basically almost... Who basically died and was brought back. But because his body was so just trashed mm. the guy who saved him just put his his consciousness or his brain or whatever into a robot body get out so kind of yeah um <laughs> but the funny thing about it is he because he's not like he's not fully willing to accept the fact that he's a robot he still tries to live his life like normal but then because he is a robot things don't work out for him he so he's like, like crazy. so he's constantly like oh, like i hate this like, right but i 
but I want to do this, but I can't. And they always make jokes about like, oh, like he always goes there. He's like, oh, I love the ocean breeze. And they're like, how do you know? Right. You feel nothing. He's like, oh. I mean, he felt it at one point though. Yeah, but and you don't feel it now. So you can't be out there and be like, oh man, it feels great out here. How would you know? So like that's that's always like the common joke with him. So there's that. Um, but you know you have character you have actors out there who. You know oh, I'm sorry not to cut you no, off but yeah. I think the one actor who I feel like has played a role for a really long time but I don't feel like would be catching hell to it is Roddy um, Iron Man. I feel like he. Yeah. I mean, I, in my head he will always be Iron Man. Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey yeah. Jr. will always be Iron Man, but I feel like if he tries to play something else, no one's gonna pigeonhole him into. I I mean I love him in the Sherlock Holmes movies. Um, I wish they would make another one. That would be really good. He was really good in those. Um, but unfortunately, like, I haven't seen too many movies outside of Iron Man or uh, Sherlock Holmes that I really liked him in. Okay. Because apparently his Dr. Doolittle movie didn't do very well. I know. Um, yeah, Dr. Doolittle. Well, there you go. That's a message. Message! <laughs> um, so, you know, it kind of is what it is there. But, I mean, sometimes, it, I mean, but let's be honest. If you were to tell me that I would get paid $10 million to keep playing the same character every two years Put or whatever. Put me in a suit right then now. Then, whatever. You'll be home my cousin. You'll be carrying the suit right. to, to then, set. Yeah, I got then what, Matter of fact, matter of fact, from time to time, I'm wearing the suit at home. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, I just want to put it, it on. I just want to put it on, make sure it still fits right, you know, get the wrinkles out, you know, whatever. Ooh. Then fine. I mean, I have no problem with that. Because to an extent, if you think about it, in a way, Sam Jackson is kind of pigeonholed like that. Because Sam Jackson, for the most part, is always the angry black man. True. But it's variations of the angry black man. Right. So, whatever. he does. But let's be honest. At the end of the day, Sam Jackson don't care because he's getting paid dumb amounts of money. Right. He gets to live, he gets to do something he clearly loves to do, which is acting. Right. And then it affords him to live a life that is comfortable. Right. Very comfortable. So, it's whatever. So, if you want me to yell MF all day long. Got you. Fine. Right. I will do that. I got you. So, it is what it is there. So, it you, is what it is. It is what it is. Um, so, yeah. Do that. Do your thing. Get your money, man. Play <laughs> the same character. <laughs> Hell, I've been playing the same character for 33 years. It's whatever. But you ain't gonna check for it. Uh, sadly, that is true. <laughs> Thank you for that. Maybe HBO could, you know, help us out. You know, I mean, or whomever. Like I said, you know, Jesus and Meryl need some, some be, competition. We won't be pigeonheads to HBO. Whomever. HBO. Whoever. Don't they got two dumb queens on HBO? Ain't We're not worried about that. Oh, We're not worried about right, that. Right. You know, USA, like TNT, whatever. Whomever. Um, Comedy Central, whatever. Whoever you know, as long as the check clears. And it's a good contract because you ain't about to. That's true too. We're not doing no legal slavery over here. That's true too. That's true too. I'm not trying to. So. Yeah, I'm not trying to go out like insert random celebrity. Right. Nay nay, I say. <laughs> right, I say nay nay. Mm-mm. No no. Um. So yeah, that would be uh, awesome. So you know, hey, if you're listening, random cable network TV execs. Uh, you know, let's make some things happen. You know, we can break with the funny. We can do the PG. We can do the. PG-13 conversations, whatever you want us to do, we'll talk about it. You know, you want to give us a set, you know, if it's nothing but, like, how we setting up right now. That's cool, too. I'm with you. Get us a theme song, get us some guests here and there, the little mugs with our name. I don't think we need a theme. The little mugs with, the little mugs with our names on it or everything and nothing on it. I'm with it. Let's make it happen. Mm-hmm. Come on, Captain. Let's get it. Come on now. You done or you finished? I might be. Okay. What's your name? Tell them how to find you. Anyway, you can find me. Your friendly neighborhood podcaster at, oh, where can you follow? No, you know what? I'm sorry. You threw me off because you changed the order. Normally, you can find our show at EAN Pod on Twitter. Mm-hmm. You can email us comments, questions, thoughts, whatever, Crazy. contracts for cable network TV shows <laughs> um, at 
everything and nothing pod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. That's everything and nothing pod at gmail.com. Yeah. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at call me underscore Mr. J. That is call me underscore Mr. J. You can find Akira at on you can find me on Instagram at Truth and Love United. You can also find me on TikTok at Akira T-A-L-U. And you can find me on YouTube also for Truth and Love United. And, um, oh, I have, I forgot. Not I forgot, but I want to mention, if you are a makeup lover like me, um, I'm having my next makeup meetup on August 30th at 2 p.m. It's virtual, so you don't have to worry about leaving your house. Just bring your makeup, bring your brushes, bring whatever you into. And buy some of that Truth and Love uh, merchandise. Amen, yes. Do that as well. But you can shout shout out. You can sign (laughs) up for the makeup meetup if you go to my website, truthandloveunited.com. Go ahead, sign up. You'll get the email, tell you everything you need to know, and uh, just go from there. Boom. 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 Mike dropped. All right. And so then picked up because I got to give you a, the, a not so... Uh, not so inspirational, inspirational quote. That's right. <clears throat> As always, before we go, let me leave you with this. Why you talking R&B singer who about to say the really voice part of the song? <laughs> hey, baby. Actually I, <laughs> actually, I thought I was about to hit you with like the uh, like the um, Jerry Springer, the final thought. Or oh, like sure. the Or like the um, when Mr. Rogers will pull you to the side real quick you like silly. as he's about to go. Um, a journey of a thousand miles starts with a single step, but before you can take that step, make sure you turn the stove off. Oh my lord! Bye. Arre- oh, by the way, arrest the killers of Breonna Taylor, because that's still a thing that has not been done yet. Facts. So, leave you with that. That's for real. That's serious. Not joke. No joke. Those people. What's annoying about it, uh, real fast? What's annoying about that is we know exactly where they are, and the prosecutor he off busy getting married and having models. Right parties and all of that shenanigans how about you do your job but don't get me started we ain't got enough time that's literally what i just said except but you ain't have enough off on it arrest the murderers first off don't come at me like that anyway all right y'all bye don't try to steal don't try to steal my part of the show don't try to steal my part of the show bye bye guys (laughs) is you ready hey we back hey guys it's akira Sorry, I, was di- <laughs> I started to die. There. I was ready. I wasn't. I was ready for you. <clears throat> it's still Jonathan for the moment. Might have to get a replacement here in a little bit. If that mm-hmm. was that could have went bad real quick. No one can ever replace you, Jonathan. Damn right. It's uh because this is everything and nothing. The show where you get everything and nothing at the same damn time. The same time. We've already introduced ourselves, that but of course you already knew that. Because let's be honest, you chose to listen to this, and we appreciate you. Because you could have listened to anything else in the world, but you're here listening to us, and we appreciate it. I still haven't figured out why, but whatever. Whatever, we're awesome. What you mean? We out here popping though. Yeah. By, you know. By the way, before we get started, uh, shout out to some of the um, positive reviews and feedback that I got uh, this past week. Actually, within the last couple of days. So Thank appreciate you. y'all. We appreciate um, you. I'm not gonna put no names out there because I know if I forget somebody, somebody gonna be salty, and then we'll get like a zero star review or something. And nope. Then... Listen, we don't need no hateration in the right. dancery, okay? Sure, dancery. Okay, we'll go I with that. I said what I said. Auntie Mary said what you said. Okay. Okay, we'll go with that. So, as always, who's your bay of the week, Akira? My bay of the week. Are <laughs> you petty? You're so unprofessional. <laughs> I'm hungry. So, my bay of the week is... It's professional broadcasting right here. <laughs> professional bro- If you hadn't already picked that up by now, by episode 10, 
<laughs> professional broadcasting on this side, I y'all. I wish y'all could see my face. I'm giving him death glare right now. Wouldn't be the first time. So, More than likely not going to be the last. <laughs> anyway. So, my man of the week is Anderson Cooper. <laughs> Should have seen the look I just gave her. So, oh, we were actually watching Anderson Cooper. And one thing I appreciate about him is that he calls people to task. Like, he, he make, if you want to say something on his show, you got to explain it. You can't just come on his show with some tomfoolery, yeah. some fluffery. You can't just make, you know, statements and allegations without some kind of proof or it evidence. It gotta make sense. So, yeah. Which I is what a journalist should do. But, I mean, I the feel, bar is I mean, so not, low. Yeah, that's true. The bar not is so low now. There's like only that's a few who, to be fair, like, I used to be a hardcore, like, news watcher, hardcore, like, know what's going on with all the stuff. Sometimes, it becomes so overwhelming, though, like, I had to pull back. Because I used to watch him, I used to watch Rachel Maddow. Joy Reed. I used to watch them all the time. Mm. But it becomes so much that I had to chill because, yeah, like, you get upset. So, yeah. Anderson Cooper. I, so, right. Anderson Cooper, he's, I appreciate it. We were watching a clip. He, but just some man was trying to sell some fake uh, COVID-19. Yeah. Anderson Cooper had to straighten out the My Pillow guy. And you to be honest, I'm really disappointed. Want- I'm going no, to have to knock your, your bay of the week just for a small thing. That's fine. I feel like he should have knocked the my pillow guy for the fact that his pillows are so damn expensive. Cause I mean, fifty bucks for a, a pillow. We live in a capitalist society, so I don't. I I'm get that. By that. But I mean, fifty dollars for a pillow, for like an average size pillow at that. But anyway, I digress. I digest. Anyway, if you were here last week, you know what it means. Mm-mm. You should have been here last week, and if you haven't, I'm disappointed. <sighs> but they're here now, and we appreciate it. Whatever. Anyway, yes, he had to straighten out the my pillow guy because the my pillow guy allegedly claims that there was some kind of cure for COVID that he discovered back in 2016 yeah might have been earlier than that he said he's been ready he we can still um, get ready he's been ready instead of citing facts or statements or you know showing his work as I like to call it um he was basically like you have to do it I did my due diligence so you should do yours Mm -hmm. well that's not how that works um you don't want to come up here with the shenanigans so why don't you show me where you got this like a perfect example of if if we go to court and I'm, you know, the defense attorney. I can't say, well, he's innocent because, you know, of these things and then not show proof. Mm-hmm. And then say, well, I did my due diligence. You got to do Broke yours. Right. No, that's that's not how it works. So uh, I appreciate Anderson Cooper for going in on him. And I'm not going to lie. Anderson Cooper is an interesting guy to me because for somebody who he doesn't have to do anything realistically. Like he's at least my understanding, he's set for life. Like, he comes from very old, old rich money. Mm -hmm. Like, big, long money. Like, we burn $100 bills because we can. You know, that type of... And we look down on other rich folks because they poor compared to us type money. money. Right, exactly. So, I, you know, shout out to Anderson Cooper, um, Akira's Bay of the Week. My Bays of Mm -hmm. the Week. I'm cheating this week because I can. Because who gonna check me? I don't know. You heard them crickets. Nobody. Nobody. Um... First day of the week, because it's more recent, uh, Journey Smollett, mm-hmm. who I, not gonna lie, I've had a crush on this woman since I was a little kid. And, um, she's been around forever, man. Right. She's, I remember her, like, I think the first thing I ever remember, remember seeing her on was an episode of Martin. And she was this crazy, she, was, little kids in the she was this, like, crazy little girl that, uh, went to go see, uh, Santa Claus at Tommy's. Mm-hmm. Uh, Volunteer work, volunteer thing, because you know Tommy didn't I have think a that was job. His job. It wasn't his job. He says he volunteered, um, and the whole time while Martin is telling her the story of the birth of Jesus, she's always interjecting like these really weird, 
Like, like clearly this child has issues, and like they kind of make jokes. Well, she need to be talking to somebody, right? And they make jokes about it. And uh, I mean, she's been in a ton of different things since then. Um, I mean, not gonna lie, I think one of my favorite things she's been in was, um, oh boy, no, my brain just shut down. Is her new show, Love Lovecraft County, uh, Country? (laughs) Sorry, um, because I watched the. So this is how I know the show is good. I watched the first episode three times. Oh, okay. the same day. Oh, came out the first. Uh, the debut episode came out uh, Sunday, um, and I watched it. Yeah, at least three times, and I'll probably be watching it again tonight after we record this because it was very good. Okay. Um, and she was. I mean, she was outstanding. Um, also, another uh, great film that she's in, uh, The Great Debaters. She wasn't a great classic. I think that's a classic movie. Her and Denzel Washington, and I almost because I think that was the first thing I had seen her in in a while, okay. and I was like, "Oh, hey, I know her." And then I heard I hear her talk, and she has like a southern accent in that movie. And I'm like, "Wait a minute, maybe that's not her." Yeah, right, because <laughs> it was so convincing. But anyway, she was very good in that. She's also in the Birds of Prey movie. Okay, um, she plays Black Canary. Okay. Um. So really, and she's really good in that too. She's one of the high points in that movie. I like. Um. She did this show called Underground. I really, really like that show. She was uh, like a slave, but she was trying to like get her people. Right. Like it was really, really good. Right. I, I was funny because when I was binge watching that move, that show, this first season, I think the first couple seasons on Hulu, but the last seasons weren't. And then they cut the show off. Like they wouldn't. Yeah, it was like a it weird. Was yeah, up. it was kind of a weird. It was a setup really, really good show. It was well written, well directed, well shot, mm-hmm. well acted. Like it was just a really good movie. Plus, another one of my bases in that show. I can't think of it. It's funny because, like, so I'm looking at her, like, her uh, filmography, and they do have Martin uh, listed on there. Mm-hmm. And her role is called, her, the, type, the name of her character is Little Girl. So <laughs> <laughs> they never said her name. Right. But it's funny, though, because she's only in that one episode, but whatever. So, um, yeah. She had but, a talking role, so they sure. had to go, you this crazy girl. So, shout out to her because if you, I strongly recommend that everybody go see Lovecraft Country. Um, it is a HBO. We need a check. It's yeah, HBO or, a or a show. A show. We I mean, need a check. You know, I mean, <laughs> you need some competition for Jesus and Meryl, so why not have your own? <laughs> you know, um, I would listen. I mean, um, look, I'm telling you right now, if we had a budget, Lord, the foolishness would never end. That's true. Give us a multiple time slots, multiple time slots during the week with a budget and a staff. Lord, not just us. You know, not somebody, not just me trying to come up with topics and whatnot. Um, <gasps> go, and and guests. Oh, yes, we would slowly take over the world. But um, Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country is a to me, it's a really good blend of fiction and nonfiction. Okay. There are some there are some very real historical precedent events in that show, but then apparently uh, there. I mean, and this is just off the first episode and some of the previews I've seen. There's going to be some supernatural kind of sci-fi kind of uh, parts to it as well. So if you get a chance, check it out. Very good show. I, like I said, I've watched the first episode at least three times, okay. um, and not solely for her. I mean, she was a big part, mm-hmm. but still, it was a really good show. So you have to watch that second bay mm-hmm. of the week because I'm cheating because I can. Mm-hmm. Halle Berry. Yes. Because let's be honest, not only did she have right, I was gonna say not only did she have a song based off of her, but let's be honest, Halle Berry has been beautiful forever. She's been pretty her whole life. Exactly. And also Even when she was a crackhead what she She's she's been ironically she's, been she, she's played a crackhead more than once. I know yeah, that for sure. And she's, even then she was pretty. Right, she was the prettiest crackhead, and I think she might have gave some people the wrong idea about crackheadism 
So maybe that's why they're still right. Yeah, crack crackheadistics. I don't know Mm -hmm. what the proper term would be. But um, Halle Berry, who is from nearby Bedford, Ohio, which is literally like ten minutes away from where I live. Oh, yeah, um, okay. uh, But Halle Berry, gorgeous since forever, outstanding actress. Yeah, she's dope. Um, very funny. A lot of people don't give her credit for being funny, but I've seen her in a few things. Most of them are like cameos. Babs is hilarious. Babs, not gonna lie, yes, Babs is still very funny. To That's me. one of my favorite movies of hers, to be honest. Babs, she was really good in Babs. You know what's funny though? I forget that that's her. Mm-hmm. Because you because you, you're used to, well because I think you're used to seeing her play these like serious characters all the time. Mm-hmm. She but um she has a really good sense of like comic comedic timing. She does. Um so she's because there is a people don't give her credit I think because she's so pretty they don't give her credit for her comedic timing. True, which is unfair. Mm-hmm. Um because I I remember recently I saw a so she there's a uh, an outtake from her last X Men movie where. The the outtake is her and she's of course Storm. Right. Um and she's uh talking to Wolverine and like something I think somebody messed up the lines or whatever, so it kinda goes off the rail. So like he's like, All right, I'm getting ready to leave, but before I do, I gotta kiss you. So like they kiss, quote you know, mm-hmm. and then she's just like runs off like screaming, like, Yes, like finally, whatever. <laughs> and I was like, That is hilarious. <laughs> like, if this wasn't such a serious movie, I kinda wish they would have kept that in there. What do you think about her as Storm? I don't have an issue with her as Storm. I just wish they would have figured out what her hair was supposed to look like. Because um, her hair is kind of crazy in some of the movies. Mm-hmm. But I don't have a problem with it. Why? I mean, I, I think, I think well, because there's a large group, I think, of people who don't like her as Storm. And I think they don't like, maybe the accent is a little is a little off. Okay. Of what, but it, you're... But you're trying to you're trying to pro- supposed to be, right? You're trying to portray someone who doesn't exist. So you never have had actually heard her voice, but you have references of what you would think she's supposed to be based on. True, but looks, right? well, okay, but that's what I'm saying. Like I'm as far as like the accent goes, it doesn't necessarily bother me because she is doing some type of a something of a like a, a loose African accent. So I don't have an issue now. If she was trying to do like a British accent, I would be like, okay, but that's think, terrible. But you know, I think part of it is because I mean, when you say an African accent, Africa is a continent. So, but even I, within that continent, there are several True, but I think, I think there's a certain accent that people <laughs> from Africa acquire when they come here. And, have, oh. and they've been here for X amount of time. Because, and I think that's what it was. She was speaking with, like, an Americanized, I guess, African accent. Yeah. So, I don't... I mean, it was... I think it probably should have been... Her accent should have been a little thicker, yes. But you thought her playing that role wasn't a problem? I didn't have any problem with her playing that. No. Okay. I'm interested to see who... Because uh, I know there's talks of another X-Men movie coming out. I'm interested to see who they're going to get to play uh, Storm. From what I was reading, people saw of a light-skinned Storm when in the comic book she was dark. Yeah, I can see that. I understand that. Um, although, I mean, yeah, Halle Berry is light-skinned, I guess. Um, I I look at it like this. Because I said this. So, I know you probably haven't seen it. There is a, a Daredevil movie with Ben Affleck. Came I out have like seen it. Early 2000. Okay. So... Michael Clark Duncan. So the guy with the bullseye on his yes. head. I did see oh, that. Oh, you know things. All I right. know things. Proud of you. High five. There you go. Um, but Michael Clark Duncan plays the villain. He plays the kingpin. Yes. Who the has, kingpin was white, though, in the cartoons, right? The kingpin has always been white. Okay. In cartoons, comic books, everything. But what, what Until, do you go find in the like, dark? Well, so in the movie, I thought Michael Clark Duncan was outstanding as kingpin. Yeah, I think he Because to me, 
in that situation, that character needs to be physically imposing. For sure. He has to have a certain air to himself. He has mm-hmm. to carry himself a certain way. So, to me, if, if you have Michael Clark Duncan with a fantastic custom tailor-made suit, mm-hmm. big cigar, he's got his cane in his rolls, bald head, yes, that's the kingpin. Mm-hmm. Cool. Not a problem. And I thought he was great. Mm-hmm. The movie, not so much. But he was great at it. Mm-hmm. But if you watch the... Netflix version of Daredevil. Mm-hmm. They have Vincent D'Onofrio, who plays uh, oh, the Kingpin. Okay. Um, he's really good. He plays a different version of the Kingpin, kind of. Okay. He's more of a quiet, subdued. He's got some serious personal issues, okay. like from like the way he grew up or whatever. So it causes him to be a. He's quiet, but then when he has to get angry, he's go there with you. He chops the guy's head off with a car door. Oh. Okay. Um, an armored car door. Oh, all right. Even heavier. Okay. Yeah. To the point. Well, yeah. There's a there's a scene where this guy had interrupted his date. Oh. And because he felt like this guy had embarrassed him in front of this woman that he really likes, he has a meet up with him. The guy's sitting in the in this big SUV. Kingpin snatches the guy out, beats him like bad, just terrible. There's no chance of this fight going anywhere. And then it, he has the car door open, and the guy's like leaning against the car and he's slamming the car door and it's rocking this truck this mill this bulletproof truck right until eventually the car door completely closes and you hear the sound of this guy's head rolling on the floor oh, of the car alrighty. um so and more and more as it progresses he starts to become more and more uh physical but he's always very quiet he's he would be the definition of walk softly but carry a big stick gotcha um, that so, sounds very rare from the five heartbeats. Like worse. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, oh like, way worse. Yeah. yeah. Like, right. Oh no, he definitely has office hours. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's like he gives off red. He definitely from... has office hours, but yes. Um. So when it comes to things like that, I don't, I don't necessarily care if, as long as it doesn't have, as long as it doesn't, it's not changing the characters. Like, I guess background or if it's if it's tied into who the, the character is. Like obviously, I wouldn't want. <laughs> A white guy playing Black Panther. Why? <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> because I've, heard, I've seen that because argument. well because the Black Panther's ethnicity and his heritage a is part a part is. of who he yeah. is. So things but like isn't that. Storm the same way. Yeah, I would say so. Too. But at least, but so here's my thing with Storm. I think as far as that his wife. As far as yes, um, in the comic book she yeah. is his wife. As far as the skin color goes, I don't necessarily mind that. As again, as long as it's a black actress. I mean, I I understand what you're saying, and yes, I'm not. I'm just asking questions. I'm not saying anything. No, I mean, I'm just asking yes, questions. it. I I get that, um, but here because at the same time, I think because I think they're, and I might be off. They're not very clear as to where in Africa Storm is from. I think she's Egyptian. Oh, I don't know. I think I'm not. I know you, but I'm just saying. I believe she's Egyptian. Okay. So feasibly, yes, she should be. She should be dark, but at the same time, if she's Egyptian, she could also be. I think the biggest thing is though, like browner, I guess. Uh, the problem, well, part of the problem is already when we get black representation mm-hmm. in hugely white spaces, mm-hmm. it's usually the they can pass the brown paper bag test. Right. Like it's usually right. very like you know what I'm saying. Right. I so get it's that. like especially if you there are plenty of brown skin, dark skin, mm-hmm. excuse me, actresses that you can get to play that role. Right. So, Let's be honest. I think we missed out on the probably the best option to play Storm. Angela Bassett. Yeah. Because uh, my understanding was my understanding was 
before those original X-Men movies came out, like in the early 2000s, mm-hmm. they were trying to do one like in the 90s, and mm-hmm. she was like their target for playing Storm. She would have killed that. And to be honest, I've heard her with an African accent, even a Jamaican accent, and it was like, I could see that. Mm-hmm. Change her hair color, give her the, you know, whatever, the costume, I don't really care. I mean, that's not really right. important. That can change. She would have been awesome. She would have killed that. Yeah, she would have been but awesome. But this is girl. Who is it? She's in Black Lightning. She also played on this show called God Friended Me. Um, she's like this brown dark. Matter of fact, I think on the CW she might be playing a new Batgirl or something like this brown skin girl. Oh, um, yes, I believe I know. Who you don't like her? I, I, I'll be honest, I haven't watched Batwoman. Oh, I haven't seen it, but I saw her in God Friended Me, mm-hmm. and I watched a few episodes of Black Lightning. She kills it on that show. Like she's really, really dope. I think she would be a good Storm. Uh, her name is Javicia L- Leslie, and I'm sure I'm probably butchering that first name. Yeah, that's her. And she's I apologize. gorgeous. She is very pretty. She's very pretty. I'm interested to see what she'll do in uh, Batwoman. I have to. I'll be honest. I haven't watched it. I watched maybe the first episode, and I was like, Meh, I don't know. Um, I'm not big into the superhero TV shows personally. Like, right? I, and I, it might be because I'm just. Just give you're me the story. A, you're not a superhero person. Yeah, just give me the story. Just give me the movie. Like, let's just be honest. I've had the superhero movies that you've seen lately is because of me. I was interested before I met you. But would you have gone and seen them? Probably not in theaters. Yeah. Well, no. If, no because, well, no. Uh, you know, I'm not gonna say that because usually, like they, they're Marvel movies are good movies in general. You don't have true. to be yeah. You don't have to be a, yeah. That's true. To watch the movies. That's true. Like I went to go see Iron Man. I don't think we even knew each other when mm-hmm. Iron Man came out, no. and I went to go see Iron Man when it came out because it just looked like a good movie. Right. So I mean, I probably would have still saw him. I just wouldn't know as much about like the backstories right. and all of that if it wasn't for you. Not, like, Black Panther. I'd have been in Wakanda right. regardless. I'm not gonna lie, and I'm sure there's somebody listening who understands this feeling. There have been several times that me and you have gone to see some kind of superhero movie. Yes. And there's always, like, some random question. And, like, whenever I answer, you're like, oh, okay, that makes sense or whatever. That is the best feeling in the world. <laughs> that is, like, it's like, yes, uh-huh. So you've returned from my knowledge, huh? Yes, okay. I yes, guess. I appreciate it. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying it to be, like, funny about, like, towards you. I'm just saying, like, it's, you know. Well, no, because I don't especially when it's a char- Especially when it's a character that I know. Like, it's like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. Because yes. most stuff don't need to be explained. I'd be like, why do we care? Like, okay. I don't like... I'm not going to say I don't like Captain America. I just don't care about Captain America. Like, mm-hmm. I don't care. Mm-hmm. So, like, when we watch, like, the Avengers movies, mm-hmm. and it's certain stuff that I don't catch, or certain things they mean a certain way that I don't care right. because I haven't seen those movies Represent, and I'll be like yeah, yeah and also I've, I've seen like all those Marvel movies yeah I don't care about twice. Captain America I don't care about the Winter Soldier I don't care about uh not, Black Widow I don't care about her either and honestly mm. I feel like they didn't develop her story enough for me to care when they killed her in Avengers I didn't care because they didn't develop her story I, enough to me I think they did enough for me to care for her reasoning like it was it was between her and this guy who lost his whole family. Well, yeah, but I'm so, just saying, like, but for her, I didn't care. I feel like if nothing else, that would say that solidified the friendship that they had, because which they had kind of built up through some of the other. That's movies. the Hawkeye. No, not yes, Hawk. Hawkeye. See, yes. I know hey, things. I be paying attention or whatever. Because they're well, okay. Perfect example in the very first Avengers movie, they she acknowledges that she used to be a killer. Yeah, she was an assassin, and she was like, basically, I, I work here for Avengers and Shield or whatever. Because I'm trying to make up for all the bad that I've done. Right. And that's kind of like underlying her thing. Now, like you said, they didn't spend a whole enough, enough time with her to kind of 
work on that. But when it came time to like, listen, if this is what I have to do to bring not just my friend, my friend's family back and get him back to normal, but to get however many billions and trillions of people throughout the universe back, Mm -hmm. then that's, then, you know, it's, it's literally, and I'm going to throw you another nerd thing at you. It's the Star Trek, the needs of the many outweigh the needs needs of the the few. few. So you know why I know that? Why do you know that? Because this guy who's a huge Star Trek nerd on Frasier has said that. (laughs) (laughs) I love Frasier. Frasier is why, and people are always surprised by that because... I don't. I guess I don't look like someone who would like Frasier, but I think you're a little young to watch Frasier. I, I would have guessed that, but yeah. I I have watched the entire series at least twenty times. I have I not, Frasier. but I wouldn't be opposed to watching it. Only I've watched the, episodes, but I'm not. And it's funny because I was thinking about how like people, you know how nowadays people are like we need to reboot this show, reboot mm-hmm. that. I don't think they should reboot Frasier because Frasier's daddy would be a Trump supporter, and I couldn't watch it. Like the way the vibes, you know what? Yes, because well, his dad was very like old school American. Like true, he was very like y'all talk about y'all feelings, that fluffy <laughs> stuff. Like he was very much like that guy. So I can see him being a well, Trump supporter. I that's, or at least, I or at least hinting at the fact that he's a Trump supporter, and I couldn't watch. It, it, that's what it's it was. funny that you mentioned that because I think of so I used to be a really big fan of that '70s show. Okay. And I saw somebody brought up a good point, and I like the more I thought about, it, I was like, yeah, you're right. Um, so the dad on that 70s show, Red Foreman, was a very, he's kind of like the dad from Frasier. He was, well, he was very stick in the mud, real tough, gruff, like, Mm -hmm. you know, um, but at the same time, he had no tolerance for dumb stuff. Right. So I feel like somebody was like, oh, he would definitely be a Trump supporter. And then somebody's like, have you ever watched the show? Right. Like the second he said, you know, uh, Yosemite, which is unfortunately a real thing (sighs) the president has said. Or a fatalities. Right. Again, another real thing that the president has said. But you have to know how to read to pronounce words. That's true, too. Red Foreman would have said, this guy's an idiot. Right. I cannot support him. Yeah. And then would have just been, you know, that would have been it. He might have been a Republican, but he for sure would not have been a Trump You know, now that I'm thinking about that, maybe the daddy would have had the same thing. Because the daddy is very smart. Like, he he appreciates smart people, smart politicians. But he also likes, like, tough on crime. The dad, I think the dad on... that might have been, like... The dad on Frasier, to me, always struck me as, he's he's as smart as his sons, but he doesn't like to lord it over people. He's an average guy who just happens to know... He's He's... He would be like the average Joe who's just extremely well-read, but doesn't throw it at you mm, all the time. I don't think so. I think, because their mother was the one who was super smart, not sure. him. But I th- but I will say, I think he's smart. He's just smart in a different way. Like, right. they're book smart, and he's kind of his level, street yeah, smart. Yeah, I think his level, his level of intelligence is higher than people give him credit for. Yes, but like I said, I think he's more street slash common sense smart, and his right. sons are very book like smart. Like, he would be, like, I, I know there's a joke in a bunch of shows or movies where, like, they randomly have to do, like, an academic challenge. Mm-hmm. And there's always that one guy that has to be on the team just so they can fill it out. And on that one crucial question, and they don't know, like, well, the, right? The know. one crucial question that nobody else seems to be able to answer, and he rings the buzzer, and they're like, "No, don't answer." And he gives like this perfect, mm-hmm. well thought out soliloquy of what the answer might be, <laughs> and it's right. And everybody looks at him like, "What?" And he's how like, did you know that? "And then he looks at you like, how do you not know right. that?'" I think that's him. So I could see that. I I could see him being like, "Yeah, no, I can't do that." Yeah. So you have things like that, but like like you said, um, the thing with the storm with the storm. <laughs> the thing with Storm um, and other characters like that, uh, I, yes, I would prefer it to be, as, when, like I said, when it has something to do with the character's 
personality or their um, sense of morals or even like their sense of uh, family, right. stuff like that, then yes, I, I see what you're saying. Yes, it, yes, if if everything was even, then yes, it should. This this actor who portray or actor or actress who portrays this character should be as close to the source material if you have source material right. as possible. Yes, but at the same time, I feel like may there may be a reason that you can't have that like so like i said angela bassett would have been a perfect storm but she ain't the only brown scale actress no i'm not saying that but i'm saying if for whatever reason let's be honest there's times where okay perfect example will smith is not going to be in the new suicide squad movie Mm. but his character is why because it it overlapped with another movie he was doing Uh so that's what i'm saying there's Yes, there are. Not gonna deny it. there are. Re- there are people who do not get cast because of their skin tone mm-hmm. or their background or whatever. But there are other times where they, the people who should have been in it, mm-hmm. like the people who everybody agrees, like oh, this would be perfect, aren't in it because one reason or another. But I also think sometimes it's just Hollywood is lazy. It's oh, like, very much. These so. are the people that are here, so yeah, just yeah, so very to much pick so. From, as opposed to, and like, then also you have those, you have those production groups and those directorial groups. Where they only use the same people like all the time, mm-hmm. which in some cases okay because they know what they're going to get. Because right. let's be honest, if I'm going to work with somebody, I want to work with you, right? Because I know what I'm going to get, and I, I know. Don't have to guess we ain't got to figure each other exactly. out. We know what it is. Exactly. As opposed to some random person who I have no clue. That's kind of like um, Michael B. Jordan and um, the actor who I mean the the director who did. Ryan Coogler. Yeah, Ryan Coogler. Yes. That's like them. Like, he's literally said, for that role, Ryan just called him up. Right. Like, he ain't had to do yeah. nothing for it. Or, I mean, e- even, let's be honest, there's a history of, like, Martin Scorsese uses basically the same, like, six or seven actors in, like, all of his movies. Hmm. It's Al Pacino, Robert De Niro. Um, now, lately, it's been Leonardo DiCaprio. I used to think they was related growing up. Who? Uh, the first two you said, because they was always in movies together. De Niro and Al Pacino? I used to think I they see was that. related. I see always show up together. I, I mean, I'll be honest. I love one of my favorite movies is Godfather Two, and they're both in it. And basically, Al Al Pacino plays. I'm sorry, Robert De Niro plays Al Pacino's dad as a at a younger age. Okay. Which because it's funny because I think it's like in age they're like the other way around, but whatever. Um, but it's and they've only ever really been in like the same movie or like in scenes together, maybe like a handful of times. Okay. Which is kind of funny because it's like. It's like you have these two really great actors who are constantly doing like the same types of movies, but yet they never work together kind of thing. Because hmm. like, I mean, I would say like Denzel and somebody else, but I don't know if, or like, uh, like Denzel and Lawrence Fishburne, I don't think have ever been in a movie together, I don't, yeah, I don't think I've ever seen a which movie would be together. awesome if they were. Um, that would be a really good movie because I mean, let's be honest, those, I, I would consider those guys to be roughly on the same level. Um, well, I think Denzel is just Denzel. Everybody else. Is... I have this. Well, you know what? Has Denzel and uh, Samuel Jackson ever been in a movie together? I would. Now Ooh. that is now that right there. I don't have to do this. I would love to see that. Now that is. I would. Like Louis Fisher, I mean, he cool. No disrespect, but Samuel L. Would, Jackson. Better yet, I'd love to see all three of them in a the movie. Now that would be fine. That would be like, I could see them being like the somewhat like crotchety dads who live next door to each other. <laughs> at this at, at their at their age now like they they all live next to each other but yet they hate each other like that uh like the what's the movie with adam sandler chris rock um, um grown-ups it's like that but like older. i can see something like that <laughs> like that would be awesome for those three guys to be yeah. in, in a movie together because they all can play 
they all are very solid actors. They can, mm-hmm. They're all great. And I think the, the benefit with those three actors is they can be the hero and they can be the villain For sure. very well. Right. Sam Jackson, to me, I think is... Sam Jackson is universal. He OG. I love Samuel I, Jackson. I want Sam Jackson to narrate my life. He's so dope. I, because I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I've ever been disappointed with the Sam Jackson movie. No. Same thing with, with uh, Denzel. Same thing with Lawrence Fishburne. For sure. But Sam Jackson has... He's in the league all of his He has a thing me. that nobody else... It's He literally, if you wanted to say, if you wanted to describe the it factor, Sam Jackson has an it factor. For sure. Because even if he's just talking about the most dumbest thing, the way he speaks, the inflection it's the, of his voice, exactly. like everything about if him you, is dope. If you, haven't, if you haven't seen it yet, get it, and you want to uh, go see, if we're talking about Sam Jackson movies, go see uh, Kingsman. Mm-hmm. He's the villain in the first Kingsman yeah. movie, and he, is, he has a lisp in that movie, which you would think was legit. Like, mm-hmm. he does it so well. It's not like hacky or anything. Like, he's really good in that. Um, if you want to see something where he's kind of like the in between, like he's not really a villain, but he's not really a good guy, the uh, the hitman's bodyguard. You did mention that before. Him and Ryan Reynolds, who I, I like, like Ryan. Ryan Reynolds. I like Ryan Reynolds a lot. Um, but Sam Jackson in that movie is hilarious because he's so nonchalant about the fact that he is a <laughs> technically a serial killer. He's a hitman, right? But he's just so nonchalant about it, and then he has people who are trying to kill him. And he's still just like not even in the remote, like he's not even remotely bothered by it. Got you. But he's still Sam Jackson. And there's even a scene where Ryan Reynolds goes off on the fact that Sam Jackson, it's, if you had, if he switches the character's name out for Sam Jackson, you would be like, yeah, I can see him talking about Sam Jackson like that. Right. Because he even talks about his use of MF. Oh, okay. trying to keep it PG. Right. There's a scene where he's talking to like a bartender. And he's like, he single-handedly ruined the word MF for me. And I just can't take it. And he's always, well, I guess I'm just think He is, Ryan Reynolds, I feel like, is, he's giving what a lot of people who maybe don't like Sam Jackson, which I don't know why you wouldn't. Right. That's what they would say. Yeah. And then, like, there's a part where, at the, like, during this, this uh, conversation he's having, it's a one-way conversation, there's, like, explosions, and there's, like, a car getting flipped in the air in the background, and he knows it's because of Sam Jackson. Right. And he just has to, he has to, like, suck it up. He's like, I have to go save him now, and I, <laughs> I hate it. And he's going to try to pretend like it was something that he did and not me, and I have to go now. And that was a really, I mean, that is a, that is a hilarious movie. They're supposed to be making a sequel, which I'm excited to see. Okay. Um, but, like, Sam Jackson is, is that dude. Like, Shaft. I love Shaft. Did I, you see the second one? I have seen the second one. What'd you think? I like it. I didn't watch it. I like it only be, well, I like it because once you realize the fact that they're they're making it as like a, a comedy, a loose comedy, okay. then it's okay. It's they're, not as serious. They're acknowledging the fact that, let's be honest, the things that Shaft is able to get away with and do make no sense. And he black? Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, what they basically said was, look, we understand that. Even before Sam Jackson made the first his, his first Shaft movie, the Shaft uh, other the original Shaft movies are kind of ridiculous, mm-hmm. but so what? But you also got to look at the time frame that they were made in. True, but I think they were like, "Look, we're going to make it as hokey and campy, but at the same time, he's still taking it serious." So, but they're still like, I thought it was really good, and I love Sam Jackson and Shaft. I want another yeah, Shaft he's movie. Dope. Um, I like him in a Marvel universe too. Well, yeah, I mean, he is the reason that Nick Fury looks the way he does now. Nick Fury used to be a white guy. Oh, and then know. they rebooted it, and they were like, "Well, and 
the funny thing, my understanding was the artist was like, all right, I'm going to draw Sam Jackson as Nick Fury with an eye patch. Da, 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 da. Oh. And they were like, okay, cool. Well, we know him. We got him. Well, well, this is before the movies came out. I know, but that's what I'm right. like, We might as well. Yeah, so he was like, I'm going to draw this Sam Jackson with an eye patch. Da, 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 da. And we're going to make these comic books and people are going to like it. And then when it came time to make the movies, they were like, let's just get Sam Jackson to yeah, do it. Yeah, I mean, we asked him if he'd do it. And there we go. Like, I'm not going to lie, I would love to see an R-rated Sam Jackson as Nick Fury because I think it would be even funnier. Yeah. But I also think, like, he would just be way more action. Like, he would just have more to do. For sure. Um. So, yeah, Sam Jackson. I mean, Denzel Washington, I've had the conversation. <sighs> I have had the conversation with people. To me, the sign of a great actor or actress is, I don't care how many times I see you, when I watch you perform, I don't see mm. you. I see the character. Yep. And that's Denzel Washington to me. For sure. Training Day. Woo! That's, to me, Training Day is still one of his best movies. For sure, because he's so out of character right. for him. But Training Day, the person that I see in Training Day is not the same person that I see in Malcolm X. For sure. Or the same person I've seen in so many other movies. Yeah. I mean, John Q, that's not the same person. Well, I love that movie. I love John Q. That's not the same person. Equalizer, that's not the same person. Mm-hmm. That is that character. Denzel Washington just happens to be those people. Mm-hmm. American Gangster. I've seen parts of it. My man. Like, he is... He's like the creme de la creme of actors. Yes. Like, and, and not even color. Like, just actors, period. I when joke, you talk to actor, you have to bring Denzel. I joke with people that. because, like, when Denzel plays a villain or, like, a gangster... Mm-hmm. He plays it so well that, to an extent, I feel like he did that in real life. <laughs> like, I, re- I remember watching... Uh, I think some kind of way there was like a Denzel marathon and it was training day, American gangster. And uh, I think equalizer. Okay. And I was like, he been about he's life. done these things. <laughs> he's done the, like, and I know like, especially if you're doing action movies, they train you how to use guns and stuff like that. Right. But I was like, I feel like he's been, Denzel has been out here. Denzel has been out here moving weight for years. <laughs> Denzel has been out here moving and weight. He's been using the... acting as cover. Right, exactly. <laughs> Denzel on the low is like, as soon as they say cut, Denzel's on the phone. Listen, if you don't have my money by tonight, there's going to be some serious consequences of repercussions. Yikes. You understand me? And before they can answer, he hangs up and just walks and does that smooth walk away that he does in every movie. <laughs> and then goes back to just being Denzel. Right. So, like... Don't kill me, Denzel, but I feel like Denzel <laughs> may or may not be a kingpin in, in some kind life. of way, shape, or form. Yes. And I just appreciate how when they were honoring him and Chad, did you see when Chadwick Boseman was talking about him? And he literally said, like, he paid, so when Chadwick Boseman was in school, he paid, mm-hmm. he didn't know it was Chadwick Boseman, obviously, right. before he was Chadwick Boseman, mm-hmm. he paid for him to go to school. He literally okay. was like, without Denzel Washington, there is no Black Panther. Without Denzel Washington. I would like to see the two of them in a movie. That would be I think good. that would be really good. Um, Denzel has been. I mean, he is iconic because of the quality of work that he he puts he puts out. Like his movies, I don't think again. I don't think there's a bad Denzel Washington movie. Um, there may be some that you like better than others, for sure. But because like one of the ones that he that he's in that is kind of like to me it seemed kind of weird for him, but at the same time he still is really good in it. Is Out of Time, where basically he is like the small town sheriff. Oh, I think who yeah. gets who is uh, having an affair with a married woman? Okay, and her husband comes up dead. Oh. She comes up dead. Oh, and it all like everybody's pointing to him because like he's beneficiary of her life insurance. The and, side dude. Yeah. Oh. Well, because the plan was they were going to run away. Oh. Um, but it turned like there's a whole lot of twists and turns, and basically he's got to clear his name without being too obvious because again. He's a police officer. Right. Um, that was really good. 
Um, okay. They're like the movie he did with Mark Wahlberg, Two Guns. Really good. I like Antoine Fisher. Antoine Fisher, of course. Um, And that's weird because how many movies has Denzel been in where he wasn't the star? Because technically, I don't think he's the star of that movie. What? He's uh, Antoine Fisher. No, he's not the second one. Right. No, but I mean, like when I when I think of when I think of I was gonna say Antoine Fisher. When I think of Denzel Washington, he is the primary. Yeah, like the Manchurian Candidate. Manchurian Candidate was very good, but that's a remake. But still, I don't know what that. Remake of it's a remake of another movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. He wasn't he young man. He's yes. been in like everything he's, my whole life. He's been in a ton the of movies. The Preacher's Wife. Preacher's Wife. He which was, was so good and wholesome. Good. Even though he was an angel trying to get with a married woman. Which was so A live married woman, but whatever. It was like, um, so we're just, we're just going to ignore certain parts of this. Okay, cool. No problem. Yeah. But no, Denzel Washington has been that dude for a very long time. And you know what? Same thing with Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. Lawrence so. Fishburne has been that guy. Like, I feel like even though I've never met him, I feel like if I were to walk away from him and he just like yelled, "Get back here!" You would go. There's a slight, there's a hesitation, because first off, first off, you're not my daddy. Mm-hmm. Secondly, I'm a grown man. You ain't gotta talk to me like that. But that voice, you get I, I would at least turn around, and be like, "What you want?" Not what you want. What you want? What you want, Lawrence? Um, but like, he's been in a ton of movies. Like, and I'll be honest, like he's in the John Wick movies. Yeah, he's, he's in. Yeah. He's in the last two John Wick movies. And even in those, like, he's not in them a lot, but he gives such a good performance that makes it you different from him. all his other movies. That's not Morpheus that I see. I, right. That's, you know, the King of the Bowery that I see. Or, you know, um, let's be honest, Ike Turner. I mean, Iconic. I mean, he, you know. Real talk, most people probably couldn't even point the real Ike Turner out in pictures because you go well, take a long trip. But I think we talked about it last week. There are some movies where they're based, when they're based on real people. That if you've seen it more times than you've actually seen the real person, yeah. like not gonna lie, I really thought Angela Bassett for a while there was, was Tina. Tina Turner, <laughs> and same thing with uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Like right. I thought he was legit Ike Ike Turner. Let us see, people. St- oh wow, <laughs> my bad. People still can't convince me that uh, what's his name, Jamie Foxx is not. Jamie Foxx. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So like, you have those people out there that you because I think again, it's because their performance was so good that you don't realize this is not right this is this is you know so and so right oh wow okay um you know that's <laughs> gonna be, be quiet while we recording but hey whatever hbo shout us out maybe we can avoid some of these issues but you know <laughs> um but yeah so you have those people out there so again if they do another if they do an x-men movie yes i would i yes i'll admit i would prefer to see a dark skin storm Okay. Um, but at the same time, ultimately, I want to see the best available that fits that. Because I've seen a lot of people say, like, Janelle Monet. I like her as an actress. I don't what, know if that's... What, how, what have you seen her in besides Moonlight? Have you seen Moonlight? Hidden Figures. She was a Hidden She's Figures. outstanding in Hidden Figures. I think, yeah, I think uh, Taraji got a lot of that. Which, well, not she didn't deserve it. Because she's the main character. But I think all three of them did really good. Oh, no, they all did. Like, I mean, let's be honest. Um, Octavia Spencer, like Octavia Spencer, is an amazing actress. She don't get enough credit. I don't think so, she but I think now that like Ma has come out, where she was like the star, because normally she's not the star, which I think mm-hmm. is why she kind of gets held back a little bit, right? Because it's hard to go from being like the second or third character and getting more compliments than the first or mm-hmm. second, because it's that's just not how it works normally. Mm-hmm. Because also you're not in it enough. 
Because like the last thing I would expect is somebody who's who's in it the movie say a third of it to be get better praise than somebody who's been in it all of it. Huh? You know, which I mean, not saying that it, it's not doable, it is, but at the same time it's a little harder to do it. But Octavia Spencer is amazing in that She's movie. So dope. Janelle Monet is really good in that movie too. Um but like I heard a lot of people, oh, they want her to play Storm, and it's like, eh, I don't know if that's I don't know if that's the right fit for her. Yeah, like, I, don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'm I, sure there's somebody out there, and I feel like maybe that's a part that needs to go to somebody who's not as well known. Maybe. Um, which well, I happens? They gave it to the one girl. Um, so when they redid it, they gave it to the one girl who was who played Ice Cube's wife in um, Stranger Ale- Ale- uh, Alexandria Ship. And people was mad about that. I don't. I, I didn't watch it because I really. I, I didn't. I think she. Enough. Well, but I think they also had kind of changed that character a little bit. Okay. Um. But I thought she for what that. Let's be honest. For that they changed a lot in that movie. Okay. So it wasn't just Storm. I think she was good. Um. Although like she's not really in it a whole lot, so it doesn't really matter anyway. Like, I, if you were to say like we just randomly cast a black person to be this character, but they're only in the background and they don't say a whole lot, I don't really care about that because it doesn't. Because at that point, the character does not matter to the story mm-hmm. or even the future of the story because they don't do anything right or like because like zoe kravitz is in x-men first class and okay. she plays a character that i don't believe is normally black okay but she's gone she she has no real bearing on the movie she's in like a few scenes she she has a couple of lines yes um she's an interesting part um but like by the second movie she's not there Gotcha. So it's like, well, I can't be upset about that because again, she holds no, she holds no bearing on this. Right. Um. So it, again, it, that if that was the case, then I don't really care. Okay. Um. Now, now, if you just cast some random white person or something as Storm, then it'd be like, eh. Stop I know she. I know she me. doesn't talk, but why? Stop you know. Playing. Um. But that's not even Storm. That's. But Snowflake. you know, there's 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 a bunch of characters I'm sure in some other movies where they're like that. That if you've read the source material, you you're would. like, well, that person kind of doesn't look like who I, what they describe them as, but they don't do anything. So or like they're killed off in the first five minutes. So eh. it don't really matter, right? If it's just a throwaway part, and it's probably because the actor or actress that they tried to get was like, no, I don't want to be this. Right. No. Why would I show up and miss out on something else? To, Real bad. Right. Yeah. Um, so, um, so, you know, you have those things like that, but yes, if it was set up properly, if she's going to be like a main character, whether it be Black Panther or X-Men, whatever, then yeah, I mean, I have a certain image of what I would expect her to look like, but it depends on what they plan on doing with it. For sure. Um, same thing, like, so the argument for a few years now has been, um, cause Daniel Craig is wrapping up as James Bond. Okay. Um. After this next movie, I heard they were trying to get. They, I saw they were trying to get Idris for a little There's bit. Been, they've been trying. They've been talking about trying to get have him play James Bond for a while now. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily have an issue with him playing or not playing James Bond. But didn't they have a black girl playing James Bond? Or like she no. Was a... So this this movie that's coming out, they have a and I don't know the actress's name. She is not playing James Bond. She is going to be 007. Okay. Which is which is James Bond's designation, okay? Like his code name or whatever. So people were like flipping out because they thought they, for whatever reason, they thought that she was going to be James Bond, and it was like, no, she's just Bond. she's just going to be 007. There's you know, it's a title, it's a it's a code name that they give you. But say if you were to die, they would somebody, then give that code name to someone else. Got you. Right. So it wasn't because in that case, because let's be honest. The crux of James Bond's character is 
Second, not third. Just that. <laughs> Super suave, like way more. Fly. Way flyer than he probably needs to be. Yeah. Womanizer. Yes. Uh, Drunk. Okay. And to an extent, extremely lucky. Because things just tend to work out for him. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, it, it, again, the character's name is James Bond. Right. So changing his sex, his gender, wouldn't make sense. Jamina Bond. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it, it changed, because in, in his case, it would change the character. Right. But if you were to say this person comes and takes his code name. That makes sense. Okay, fine. No big deal. Whatever. You can do whatever you want with that. Right. I am of the camp because there's an argument of in James Bond fans where James Bond, the name James Bond is a code. Oh. It's not his real name, which makes which sense, makes sense if he's because to be in, in every James Bond movie, he's for one, he's supposed to be a spy. Right. What spy is going to go to a dangerous situation? Real- hey, here's my real name. Hey, here's my real name. Oh, have you met real name guy here? Who? Right. By then, everybody would be like, look, that James Bond guy is clearly a spy. Like, all him. the criminals eventually would talk. Mm-hmm. Like, look, did you meet this guy named James Bond? Like, he's always, like, there when like stuff goes... Facebook. Yeah, like, criminal Facebook would be like, James Bond is just screwing up everything. Like, this guy's not the ski instructor that he says he is. <laughs> um, so, that, to me, would be the excuse of how they would use Idris Elba to play James Bond. Okay. He's not, because... But there are some people who say, like, through all these movies, it's the same guy. You just have different actors playing him, which also kind of makes sense, too, because let's be honest, okay. if you're this super secret spy and you go on these fantastical missions, it would make sense that you've gone on more than one or two. For so sure. I'm, I could get either or. But if you want to say James Bond is a code name that is given to this spy, then OK, Idris Elba can play James Bond. <clears throat> Otherwise, I mean, I don't care if he doesn't. I would like to see it. But even if you even if you just gave him a different name, mm-hmm. so what? I like Idris Elba. I think, he's a hell, I think he's a hell of an actor, and I think he has something to him. I think, unfortunately, he doesn't always get, like, the really good parts mm-hmm. in some things, but at the same time, he makes the best out of whatever situation he's in. Sure. So, he does his I thing. I feel like everyone we've talked about, for the most part, has been part of some, like, crazy franchise. Well, because that's where a lot of the money is at. Because he was in Marvel, Lawrence Fishburne's part of Matrix. Uh-huh. Um... Well, Denzel hasn't been, though. Denzel doesn't do sequels. Yeah. Denzel doesn't do sequels, and I don't think he... Well, if you don't do sequels, you're really not in franchises. Yeah. But so what? He's gonna do... So that's because he's Denzel! Right, and usually... uh, And ironically enough, in a lot of his movies, he's dead at the end. There's a lot of movies where he does not, like... I mean, well, I won't say a lot, but there's... There's quite a few movies where you feasibly could have gotten a sequel out of it, but it's like, nope, he died. No, thank you. I'm done. Nope, he died. So... You know, whatever. Like he said, he don't do sequels, or you just noticed that. About Equalizer him? is the only sequel he's ever done. So he's done a sequel. One. So out of how many movies? I mean, I don't know. And I believe he's been in movies that were going to do sequels or did do sequels, and he's just not in. Nay, nay. Yeah, he's like, nope, not me, not I, no, not I. I want to do one of those things. He don't want to be pigeonheaded. I think that's. I think he doesn't want. Yeah, I think that's exactly what it is. Because I think if you do a certain type of movie long enough, it's hard for people to shake you loose. Even if it's not the same, like even if it's not another sequel, it's going to be the same type of movie. Yeah. Like I think to an extent, Tom Cruise is kind of like that now. Yeah, I feel like Tom Cruise. He just keep making uh, Mission Impossible. Impossible. Which not gonna lie, like the last couple of ones were really good. No, I think the last couple of ones were really good. I mean, they're super over this, but again... I feel like it's the same... Like, the stories don't change. I think... Well, yeah. You tell the same story... It's in the same different... It's the same like, steps. It's, it's dumb. Well, here's the thing. I, there's a huge difference between the original Mission Impossible movie... I like the original Which one. was very good. And then... But I think... I think... In, and the last one. 
I think what they've done is, like, some other movies, like Fast and the Furious, like, a lot of other franchises, mm-hmm. or even the Shaft, the, the um, Sam Jackson Shaft movies, mm-hmm. super serious in the first one, and then as they've progressed, they've had to be like, eh. to avoid seeming like the, the previous right. ones, yeah. we have to kind of get a little looser with the grip on it, I so like it can Big be a little Rames bit... I in those movies, though, I will say that. Mm-hmm. Big Rames kills those Big movies. Rames was very good in those movies. Yeah, he kills um, those movies. But they start getting looser, so they're a little bit more comedy involved in it, a little mm-hmm. funnier. And I think that's what's happened with some of those. Now, true, like, the last one was still fairly serious. Like, that last one was really good, okay. I thought. Um, but I think now, like, you look at Tom Cruise movies, it's usually a Mission Impossible. They had that terrible Mummy movie, which is kind of disappointing. I'm not... What, who's the first dude who played in The Mummy? What is his Well, name? so those are two different Mummy movies. Okay. The Mummy movie that... Tom Cruise is in is based off like the original Mummy movie, like oh, slow. Yeah. But they were my understanding was they were supposed to turn they were going to try to turn that into like an Avengers type thing. No, thank you. Well, on paper it makes sense. You got the wrong actor. Well, well, here's the thing. So the plan, the my understanding was the plan was you do the Mummy, you do like the Wolfman movie, you do like a vampire movie, blah blah blah, because they all exist in the same world. Right. And then eventually. They, they were going to interact. They weren't going to... I mean, it wasn't like they were going to be, like, defending the Earth or anything like that. Right. But, like, Tom Cruise was supposed to, like, come back and try to stop these monsters from doing whatever. Okay. Um, And it didn't work because that movie was terrible. Yeah. So, yeah. So, who's the original dude who played the other movie? Brendan Fraser. I like that version of the movie. I like him. He, I think he if you, good. So, he is in uh, Doom Patrol. Okay. Which is, um, like, on their second season now. He plays a character called Robot Man, and basically he. I don't like his name. It it it's, sounds too on the nose. It's very on the nose. No, um, but that's kind of the nose. joke. He okay. was a race car driver, okay. who, uh, basically almost who basically died and was brought back. But because his body was so just trashed, mm. the guy who saved him just put his his consciousness or his brain or whatever into a robot body. Get out. So. Kind of, yeah. Um, <laughs> but the funny thing about it is he, because he's not, like, he's not fully willing to accept the fact that he's a robot, he still tries to live his life, like, normal. But then because he is a robot, things don't work out for him. He so he's like, so he's constantly like, oh, like, I hate this. Like, right. But I, but I want to do this, but I can't. And they always make jokes about, like, oh, like, he always goes, he's like, oh, I love the ocean breeze. And they're like, how do you know? Right. You feel nothing. He's like, oh. I mean, he felt it at one point, though. Yeah, but you don't feel it now. So you can't be out there and be like, oh, man, it feels great out here. How would you know? So, like, that's that's always, like, the common joke with him. So there's that. Um, But, you know, you have character, you have actors out there who... You know, I'm sorry, not to cut you off, but I think the one actor who I feel like has played a role for a real time, but I don't feel like would be pigeonholed to it, is Roddy... uh, Iron Man. I feel like he... I mean, I, in my head, he will always be Iron Man. Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, Robert Downey yeah. Jr. will always be Iron Man. But I feel like if he tries to play something else, no one's going to pigeonhole him into... I, I mean, I love him in the Sherlock Holmes movies. Um, I wish they would make another one. That would be really good. He was really good in those. Um, but unfortunately, like, I haven't seen too many movies outside of Iron Man or uh, Sherlock Holmes that I really liked him in. Okay. Because apparently his Dr. Doolittle movie didn't do very well. I know he um, did Dr. Doolittle. Well, there you go. That's a message. Message. Um, so, you know, it kind of is what it is there. But, I mean, 
Sometimes, it, I mean, but let's be honest. If you were to tell me that I would get paid ten million dollars to keep playing the same character every two years Put or whatever, me in a suit right then now. whatever. You'll be home my cousin. You'll be carrying the suit right to then, set. Yeah. I got then what? You. Matter of fact, matter of fact, from time to time, I'm wearing the suit at home. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, I just want to put it, it on. I just want to put it on, make sure it still fits right. You know, get the wrinkles out. You know, whatever. Ooh. Then fine. I mean, I have no problem with that because to an extent. If you think about it, in a way, Sam Jackson is kind of pigeonholed like that. Because Sam Jackson, for the most part, is always the angry black man. True. But it's variations of the angry black man. Right. So, whatever. he does. But let's be honest. At the end of the day, Sam Jackson don't care. Because he's getting paid dumb amounts of money. Right. He gets to live. He gets to do something he clearly loves to do, which is acting. Right. And then it affords him to live a life that is comfortable. Right. Very comfortable. So, it's whatever. So, if you want me to yell MF all day long. Got you. Fine. Right. I will do that. I got you. So, it is what it is there. So it you, is what it is. It is what it is. Um, so, yeah, do that. Do your thing. Get your money, man. Play the same <laughs> character. Hell, I've been playing the same character for 33 years. It's whatever. But you ain't get a check for it. Uh, sadly, that is true. <laughs> Thank you for that. Maybe HBO could, you know, help us out. You know, I mean. Or whomever. Like I said, you know, Deez and Samara need some, some be, competition. We won't be pigeonheads to HBO. Whomever. HBO, whoever. Don't they got two dumb queens on HBO? We're not worried about that. We're not worried about them. You know, USA, TNT, whatever. Whomever. Um, Comedy Central, whatever. Whoever, you know. As long as the check clears. And it's a good contract because you ain't about to... That's true, too. We're not doing no legal slavery over here. That's true, too. That's true, too. I'm not trying to... Yeah, I'm not trying to go out like... Insert random celebrity. Nay, nay, I say. Right. I say nay, nay. No, no. Um, So, yeah. That would be uh, awesome. So, you know, hey, if you're listening... Random cable network TV execs, uh, you know, let's make some things happen. You know, we can break with the funny, we can do the PG, we can do the PG 13 conversations, whatever you want us to do, we'll talk about it. You know, you want to give us a set, you know, if it's nothing but like how we setting up right now, that's cool too. I'm with you. <laughs> get us a theme song, get us some guests here and there, the little mugs with I our name. I don't think we need a thing. The little mugs with the little mugs with our names on it or everything and nothing on it. I'm with it. Let's make it happen. Mm-hmm. Come on, Captain. Let's get it. Come on now. You done or you finished? I might be. Okay. What's your name? Tell them how to find you. Anyway, you can find me, your friendly neighborhood podcaster at. Oh, where can you follow? No, you know what? I'm sorry. You threw me off because you changed the order. Normally, you can find our show at EAN Pod on Twitter. Mm-hmm. You can email us comments, questions, thoughts whatever contracts for cable network tv <laughs> shows um at everything and nothing pod at gmail.com mm-hmm. that's everything and nothing pod at gmail.com yeah. you can follow me on twitter instagram and snapchat at call me underscore mr j that is call me underscore mr j you can find akira at on you can find me on instagram at truth and love united you can also find me on TikTok at Akira T A L U, and you can find me on YouTube also for Truth and Love United. And um, oh, I have I forgot. Not nah, I forgot, but I want to mention if you are a makeup lover like me, um, I'm having my next makeup meetup on August thirtieth at two p.m. Whoop, whoop. It's virtual, so you don't have to worry about leaving your house. Whoop, whoop. Just bring your makeup, bring your yep. brushes, bring whatever that you into, and buy some of that Truth and Love uh, merchandise. The, amen. Yes. Yeah, see? Do that as well. Shout out. But you can shout. Oh, you can shout out. You can sign <laughs> up for the makeup meetup if you go to my website, truthandloveunited.com. Go ahead, sign up. You'll get the email, tell you everything you need to know, and uh, just go from there. 
Boom. 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 Mike dropped. All right. And so then picked up because I got to give you a, the, a sp- not so... Uh, not so inspirational, inspirational quote. That's right. <clears throat> As always, before we go, let me leave you with this. Why are you talking to R&B singer who about to say the real deep voice part of the song? <laughs> hey, baby. Actually I, actually, I thought I was about to hit you with like the uh, like the um, Jerry Springer, the final thought. Or oh, like sorry. the... Or like the um, when Mr. Rogers will pull you to the side real quick, like as he's about to go. Um, A journey of a thousand miles starts with a single step. But before you can take that step, make sure you turn the stove off. Oh, Lord. Oh, by the way, arrest the killers of Breonna Taylor because that's still a thing that has not been done yet. Facts. So leave you with that. That's for real. That's serious. Not joke. No joke. Those people. about that is we know exactly where they are and the prosecutor he off busy getting married and having right. bridal parties and all of that shenanigans how about you do your job but don't get me started we ain't got enough time that's literally what i just said except but you ain't have enough off on it arrest the murderers first off don't come at me like that anyway all right y'all bye don't, see, to don't try to steal don't try to steal my Say part of the show the don't try to steal my part of the show bye bye guys